now, the greatest sports talk radio show going today. That's right, Blow the Whistle. With your host, Tyler Butterball Buterball. Lonzo Ball, he's one heck of a playmaker. And he's going to set these guys up open. He's going to set up Levine. Now DeRozan, Vooch, he's going to be able to set these guys over. And last year, 37.8% from three-point. That's pretty darn good. And David, Double D Dykstra. Texas will be lucky to be 500. Oklahoma will be lucky to get out of there with no more than three losses. Like, they're, they're going into conferences where they're going to get shellacked. Andrew Pepe Valentin. This is... The biggest scar on the Blackhawks, on hockey, on the NHL, you can possibly think of. This was a conspiracy theory that is true. This is this was a this was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that this monster was allowed to inflict his his will on this young man and use his power as a coach. Hit us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blow T whistle one. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E one. And now here's Tyler, Andrew, and David. And welcome to the greatest show on radio. Welcome to Blow the Whistle here on SportstownChicago.com. My name is David Double D Dykstra. I'm here with my boys. Tyler, ye old ball and chain, Buterbach. He had to think about it. <laughs> and Andrew Pepe Valentine. I'm just so used to that's butterball nice, slipping out, so now i got to get used to the new one. See, I like when he does the Portuguese version of Pepe. <laughs> Pepe. Pepe. Portuguese. Well, it's another beautiful Monday here in Illinois, and we're looking forward to... Emphasis on the word beautiful. B-A-U-T-Fool. <laughs> we had um, a dark cloud come rolling in. Yeah, the cu- there's a couple of them coming there's through. Some rando clouds. <laughs> some rando clouds just following us around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to welcome in all our listeners, especially those from the Under the Hood podcast, new and reoccurring. We appreciate you guys checking us out, tuning in. You can also find us on what platforms is that, Tyler? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. It's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. And you can find all of our episodes on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. And I think there was one more. There was, uh, what is it called? What quad Pod. Yeah, 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 I can't forget about Quad Pod. Of because, course I mean, not. why can't we forget? Why do I always forget about Quad Pod? We can't forget about you Quad Pod. You can't forget about Quad Pod because Quad Pod will never forget about you. Exactly. We, everybody's going to think we're sponsored by Listen, them, which Quad is Pod, we want to sponsor. We should be Quad <laughs> should Pod. This point. We love you. Yes. That's how much we care. We love you. This all you. started out of spite. We're going to turn this into a business deal. Watch. <laughs> um... <laughs> That being said, we have a lot to get to today. We are going hard on the NFL. We're going to preview a couple of teams that we think may and possibly could be sleepers in their own divisions. We're going to talk NFL news to start it all off. Of course, at the bottom of the hour, we've got the greatest segment in all of entertainment. You're killing me, Smalls, where you can hit us up and let us know what had you saying you're killing me, Smalls, at our social medias. Second hour. Our dos, we're going to get a little crazy with it. We're going to go a little little NCAA football. We already get a little crazy bas- with it. <laughs> we basketballs, <laughs> little summer leagues. We got Cubs, White Sox reactions. Mm-hmm. We also have 
<laughs> breaking news in the golf world? I don't know. I don't know if it's breaking news. Well, it's, it's interesting. We'll get to it, though. Yes. We're going to talk the Open and everything else that comes along with <laughs> that. But, boys, are you, you ready? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. And, uh, I mean, we can't. we can't not talk about the biggest news that hit the the scenes in the NFL last week. Mm-hmm. Baker's got a new home. He's got Carolina on his mind. Good old Carolina. <laughs> in my mind, I'm going to Carolina. <laughs> I find it hilarious. The part that I find hilarious is the fact that Cleveland waited until he was on vacation <laughs> that to is, trade him. That is such a <laughs> cruel move to pull on somebody. Yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're with your you're, you're with your lovely fiance, I believe is what she is, or if not, they're married. Oh, you're with your loved one? Uh, <laughs> you're gone, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. Oh, my God. That reminds me of when my mom got laid off of work when we were on vacation <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> what? Yeah. Your I remember this was, like, this was like desk. 10 plus years ago. As soon as you mentioned that, I just totally, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember we're on vacation. We're in Florida, and then she's just like, like, I just got laid off. It's like, oh, wow, that's a nice, like, so are call we going to get back. Like, <laughs> we're spending all the money now, <laughs> Where's the Laffy Taffy? So, no, no, Laffy so, so, Mom, this isn't a paid vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that, being, that being said, I, I'll pose a question to. All our listening audience, hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Blow T Whistle one That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. I can't do it as fast as you. Yeah, I don't know how you, I do you it so fast. You are super quick, man. I think it's just... That's, that's why Emily's just, so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that tongue just be vibrating. Wow. I get my exercises in. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does his exercises. Um, that being said, my question to our listeners and to you guys: you're, We're already gone. Andrew's broke. I broke me. I don't, they really got me. I don't know why. God, we've uh-uh. we've lost it already. <laughs> we haven't gotten into the segment. Um, does this make Carolina a playoff contender? Once again, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at BlowTWhistle1, B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Tyler, I'm going to come to you first. Does the Baker Mayfield trade make Carolina a contender to make the playoffs? I think they could still make the playoffs, but I don't think it has anything to do with Baker Mayfield. I still think that Sam Darnold's the starting quarterback. I still have him as a QB one. I think I forgot about your hot take. Yeah. I'm so glad I went to you first. <laughs> you had said it like five minutes ago, and it was already out of my brain. Yeah, no, I mean, I still. Uh, Sam Darnold, he didn't have the greatest year, but he had a great start to the season I until still, injury. I still want to know how long he was playing with that injury. I think he was like, still, he was, that's my yeah. question. Yeah. How long was he trying to play he wasn't out through it? He wasn't out for that long, was he? Because for him to go from where he was those first four weeks yeah. to where he was afterwards was such a steep drop off mm-hmm. that you had to think that he was playing with that injury for a significant amount of time. You had to have. I mean, and, in terms of that injury, like you're talking about, what was it? Like the shoulder, right? It was his throwing yeah. shoulder that yeah. he's trying to play through. And I know the same thing's going to be said, obviously, for a guy like Baker Mayfield. Like, oh, he's playing through a shoulder injury or whatever. I, I asked this question again, though, for people because everyone was saying, oh, he's really tough for going through it. But at what point do we stop saying he's tough? 
and for lack of a better term, saying he's kind of stupid for playing stubborn. through the yeah. He's he's yeah. being stubborn and, and idiotic, I think, at some degree because now the Panthers have to think like with Baker Mayfield as with Sam Darnold. Okay, you just played through this injury. How good is your shoulder? How good is your arm? Like, are you going to be ready for the season? And can you play to the level that we just saw? You know, I mean, he was still making deep throws down the field. Sam Darnold and Baker were both making those deep ball throws that they can make it every once in a while. But now you have to wonder with those injuries they both just had, wh- who do you, where do you turn to for that? And how do you, how does that play out for the rest of the season now? For me, if you actually go back and watch last year's tape, Baker Mayfield playing with that non-throwing shoulder injury. Right. When he was throwing to the right, supremely accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great numbers throwing to the right. The moment he started throwing to the left, it, I, I don't know exactly. The, the turn I, I'm not sure exactly what difference it made. It made a difference, though, because he was inaccurate. He was overthrowing, underthrowing. He's throwing cross body in an yeah. unnatural motion because he's, instead of going to his natural right side, he's having to try and go to his left. He has to turn the body. He's got to adjust his throw. He's got to move for the receiver as well. And I just don't think he ever got comfortable with that. Well, with the torn labrum, you're not going to be comfortable with it. And that's where it affected. So I'm going to be interested. I'm not discounting your hot take at all. (laughs) It's very viable. I know everyone. Everything that has come out of Panthers OTAs. I don't care. Let them troll. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Social media. Please, God, troll us. We dare you. I love you. I love messing with you. Please attack us. Like the guy that keeps telling me Baker Mayfield's the next Brett Favre. Please keep it coming. I (laughs) dare you. To me, it is an open competition between those two. Matt Corral is a project. He's a three-year project, I would say. I would say two years. Two to three-year project. Give him one year to learn and give him another. I'll still say he's in the competition. Matt Corral needs to learn how to make more than one read because that's where he came from. (laughs) I did not realize that Lane Kiffin's offense at Ole Miss is a one-read offense. Yeah, take your one shot, and if not, you kind of I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. So he's got to learn how to, you know, make reads. Right. And and. Come off your your number one designated receiver and go to the number two or dump right. down to your number three. I mean, he could still be in the competition, yeah. I think. But I think he's going to be on the back end as like sit and learn. You're the future. Well, no one's. Here's the other thing. No one's even talking about PJ Walker. I don't even know if he'll be on the roster by the end. That's of That's sad. Hey, Chicago, you want a legit third-string quarterback? No, I'm being serious. Yeah, A veteran. A veteran third-string quarterback who is... 27, 28. Justin Fields-esque, not as athletic or as talented, but has those same attributes to where you don't have to change the system that much. I'd say Josh Johnson. For those I remember, yeah. old man Josh Johnson. Old man Josh Johnson. He's still playing in the USFL right now. So, <laughs> But see, but yeah. that, that being said, I, I agree with you. I think it should be an open competition. I'm not discounting Sam Darnold at all. Yeah. Everything that you've heard coming out of OTAs and those mandatory uh, practices. Right. Were that he's looked really good. He's made He made some great plays last year. Like there's some throws that he made that... Didn't get his enough recognition because he's his name's out there being like crappy quarterback. You look, right. he's making like well, look at that run like that they had in the first three four games. I mean, he played they pretty well. He was, lead, yeah. he they was were like four. one of the leaders in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Everybody jumped on him it's on nuts. fantasy yeah. too. Everybody jumped on him on fantasy. I know. Too. So I was, the I was almost going to claim him, but then no one did. Well, 
obviously we all know who the king of the castle is in that NFC South. King of the castle. King of the castle. James the Winston. goat. Oh, good God! <laughs> I swear to God, like the all these, Ryan. all these people that keep. Do you want to talk about a trash quarterback room? We're going to get to that. You are so salty on that, and well, I'm telling had, you, it could play out. I had a quick question. So, yeah. with the Browns doing this, do you think they're like fully confident that Deshaun Watson's not going to get lose any playing no. time? They're fully they're just, confident that Jacoby Brissett's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. So they're already. You think they're already set of just like all right. We're going to let him run this year. It's not going to be a great year until Deshaun Watson gets back. Well, I know Jacoby Brissett's not going to say anything. <laughs> He's not going to say anything. No. That's the great thing. Yeah. He's like, he went to the school of Bill he, Belichick where it's like, yeah, they're a great team, and uh, we just can't wait for next week. And that's the end of the conversation with him every time. You can't get more than like 30 words out of him I at would, a press conference. I would say, <laughs> honestly, I would say probably top tier back up. I would say he's like in the top 10, 15 conversation for backups. I'd say 10. He's not going to be your make a big play a lot kind of quarterback. But he's, he's not going to make mistakes. Dunk he'll, it around. Yeah. He's, he'll do what to, like he'll do what he needs to do to get back. He and Case Keenum, I think, are kind of in that same conversation of guys that will just move the ball around. And you also have to remember, they have two running backs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can They're control hand the ball 50 times. That's the, one of the best backfields in the league. It is the best, best backfield. Back they don't need to worry about throwing the ball. No, so, I mean, it, it makes sense. Both both sides knew that they weren't going to come to an agreement yeah. or a reconciliation. So, well, in the interest- And the Panthers, <laughs> let me just say this. Yeah. The Panthers are the winners in this trade. Not only do you only have to give away a fifth round draft pick, yeah. but then you end up only having to pay half of his salary? Yeah, only yeah. paid $4.85 million. Yeah. yeah, not even half. That was nothing. A quarter. The, I mean, they had to take, the Browns had to take most of that on. Uh, this also came into, this was a report that actually came out over the weekend. Uh, this is just a report, by the way, this is coming from not 670, the score. This is just the score. Uh, they are saying that the Browns viewed Baker Mayfield as childish and immature and was often difficult to coach. Mayfield's behavior also annoyed his teammates and divided the locker room. Now, that is... Who knows if that's true or not? But if I that can is, see that. I was going to say, thing, I can totally true, see that. If that is true, then that makes even more of a, that's even more of a reason why you had to move on from him then. Not saying, obviously, Watson's probably any better. Who knows? You just don't want that in your locker room. No. You, I mean, there's, there's no, there's no like room for it. acting like that. You Listen, can't. as long as his, his, his teammates don't starfish around him, <laughs> they'll be fine. I don't think he's going around like. Looking for that. Looking I, for the starfish? Oh, come on now. <laughs> oh, here, I can tie it a joke. He act like his poop don't stink. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. So I was going to say the S word, but I, I wouldn't save you the time for bleeping it yes. out. <laughs> Moving on to another big question. Mm-hmm. What does this mean for Jimmy G? I think he's... I, I think at I the heard, trade deadline, there'll be a move, potential move that'll get I heard made. that... Tampa is interested and pairing him back up with uh, Tom Brady and getting into that role because it sounds like they're pretty. I don't know how Jimmy G would feel about that after what Tom Brady said. I would be like, I I don't know why he's going to go with that mf'er. (laughs) No, No. are you kidding me? No, I wouldn't want to go to the Tampa reference. I mean, it's true. It's, That's I, exactly what Tom Brady yeah. said. And it's come out that it was about Garoppolo. But if, uh, here's the thing. I think Tom. I think Tom's done after this year. Oh, easily. Especially if he yeah. wins the Super Bowl. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's riding out like a cowboy right. into the sunset. I still think either way, I think he's done. I think his best friend's gone. 
he didn't really want to play this year without Gronk, and Gronk's like, I just don't. I, I don't know. He did him it. dirty. He was like, Brady's like, all right, I'm back. And then Gronk's like, oh, I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to retire. I think, right. I think Gronk's just tired. Gronk's just got tired. so yeah. much other stuff that he could be doing and making money with. Yeah. I mean, I'm guaranteeing you there's going to be a Gronk strain of weed. <laughs> very very soon and CBD oil. I, mean, I will guarantee you that he's going to be all over social media on every one of your ads. He's going to be all over YouTube's ads. Why hasn't he done a partnership with Bang? Like that just seems like such a thing for him to do. I know. I wouldn't be surprised really if he, to be all cracked out and everything. Be, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he did a partnership with The Rock and his energy drink. That's true. Yeah, he he does oh, yeah. love his wrestling, and you and I have talked about the possibility of him going he, that I. Oh, there's hell, why would personality for there's it. few and far He'd between be that can, can can transition like that. I know. Though. The only thing is his body has obviously taken a lot, Speaking and I don't know yeah. how he's going to be able. To, like that's that's a, they take a beating in you WWE gotta, and you, AEW. Those guys take a lot of punishment. You got another celeb that just signed with the WWE, <laughs> and I, we can touch on this maybe <laughs> in a little. Although I'm not real mad at it. Okay, All right. to I, be honest, it's a good to it's, be real. It's, it's it makes sense, but. I, for me, the Jimmy G thing, like Seattle is not going to happen just because it's they already interdi- said they weren't interested in Baker. Well, so why go for Jimmy? Well, yeah. not just that, but that's interdivisional, right? There's no, you're way not that trading him to a team no. inside your own division. Not even. Close. So he can come Maybe. back and go, watch me take it <laughs> to you. I, I will, I will hey, say- Marshawn, you want to come back too? <laughs> I'll still say, I think Houston, if Davis Mills, doesn't improve on what he did last year. There could be, but they look like they're possibly in a chance where they might be able to make something happen. I think they could make a play for San him. San Francisco still kind of holding on to him because they're not too sold no, on the they're, 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 they're completely, they want to put him in, but it sounds like the coaching staff is like, I don't know how he's, he's going to do ready. Yeah. Do you, no, I don't know. Do you, do you want to know the words that actually I've heard come out of one of their mouths? from what i understand from what i hear he's not the smartest tool in the tool shed so he's not picking up on the on the offensive game plan very quickly a lot of extra homework he's a little little dippy yeah yeah so not jamarcus russell bad but you know i I will say this (laughs) i think the 49ers would be smart to hold on to jimmy g until that first big time quarterback goes down yeah yeah, for the year because yeah. it inevitably happens. Yeah, somebody and gets hurt and you're going to need, and you're like, we have a playoff. Chance. Who else is in that quarterback room aside from those two for San Francisco? I don't even know. There's like really, I don't can't think. So if Lance, like you said, Lance was, goes down, they're screwed. No, I, oh, who was it? It they they got a rookie last year. I want to say. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now as best I can. Um, thank you, internet. But I mean. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy and Nate Sudfeld are yeah, the other two quarterbacks Purdy's right now. Purdy's not bad. Purdy's, Purdy's a guy that's kind of like developmental set kind of guy. Like you can work with him, kind of pop the ball around. Sudfeld's the big arm guy that just isn't accurate, but he can throw it like a country mile kind of thing. Oh, Sudfeld was the guy that uh, uh, Belichick yeah. <laughs> drafted and said if it was purely on velocity and how that ball looks in the air, he'd have been a first-round draft pick. Yeah, except he can't hit a target to save his life. <laughs> so that being said, we are going to go into a little more detail on a couple of these teams coming up. I guess to give a little tease, let's see if a certain team can command the NFC East. 
when we come back here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Welcome back back to Blow the Whistle here on SportstownChicago.com. Caught us in a laughing fit, folks. The things we talk about. We saw saw fun behind. I'm telling you right now. We saw fun behind the scenes. Yeah, the moment we hire somebody to do the behind the scenes stuff. Oh my god, that would probably get more viewership. No, for sure. Than our show itself, for sure. (laughs) You dirty man, you. (laughs) Welcome back once again. Um, We are going to be talking about the. Washington Commanders football team. Commanders. 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 <laughs> and there, we we feel, at least I feel, that they could be the sleeper in the NSC East this year. They made some moves. They have some people returning this year from injury. They could sell up, solidify some of the places where they were hurting. Yeah. I guess my question to everybody out there and to you guys is, do you think that the Washington Commanders can make some noise in the NFC East this year? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Andrew, can Carson Wentz and the (laughs) Washington Commanders make some noise? Uh, as long I, as they don't play Jacksonville, right? I mean, it, well, here's the thing. Obviously, they start with Jacksonville right at the beginning of the season. I'm taking Jacksonville in that game. I can't do not. I would, I would probably, too, because I think Jacksonville, if everyone gives them a lot of stuff because of the Christian Kirk thing, but look, he's been a productive receiver. Carson Wentz is going to have PTSD <laughs> and just poo-poo all over himself. There's number like. one. Yep. So I mean, actually be number two. So they're, uh, at, yeah. Yeah, so they're at home against Jacksonville. <laughs> Very good. I mean, they're at, they're at home against Jacksonville at the beginning. Then they go to Detroit. Then it's Philly and Dallas. And then in Tennessee. And then, obviously, they play the Bears in week six, which is going to be on Amazon Prime, which, yay. Uh, so, I have Amazon Prime, so I don't, I don't care. I don't just I do yet. So. But I, oh, oh. <laughs> somebody no. somebody watched something. No, 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 no. I, I found out uh, the other day that if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free uh, – Free year of Grubhub Plus, which is you don't get any, yeah. like they don't charge delivery you. fees. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, sorry, just figure out. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always good to know. Of course, I'm a hungry, hungry man for sure. But uh, why are you telling the fat guys this? <laughs> as a fellow fat man myself, <laughs> you're you're pleasantly plump. All right, I'm pleasantly no, he's plump. not even pleasantly plump. <laughs> Smack kids like that. (laughs) I feel so bloated. (laughs) And a bad piece of cheese. Not good. Not good. Not a gas. I had a side salad with a crouton. That crouton made me feel so heavy. Oh, God. I couldn't eat anymore. No, but this team, I mean, look, the the Washington Commanders are one of those teams that easily could be like a 9-8 and team or a 10-7 team. Or they could be like five and twelve, right? They could fall to one side or the other very easily, all depending on the play of their quarterback and who's healthy and how the defense is able to stand together. So, I mean, there's a ton of fact. Obviously, those are like no duh kind of things, but 
you also I, they have so many different things in play right now as far as a new receiver they're going to try to integrate into the game now with Jahan Dotson. They have to figure out if Logan Thomas is going to be 100% at the tight end position. You know, as the offensive line, how are they going to fix that? They lost Brandon Sheriff to Jacksonville, mind you, too. So I think they can win probably the back end of their games are going to be, I think, easier considering that their last four games after their bye week in 14 are the Giants, the 49ers, Cleveland, and Dallas, and who knows how they're going to play out by that point in time. Dallas is usually rubbish at the end. Cleveland, we don't know about the quarterback. San Francisco is still a question mark in my mind, and New York, I think, is going to be garbage. So Dallas, Dallas to me, is the biggest trash team in this division. Yeah, I've already got them not making the playoffs this year. Uh, Ezekiel's a year older. That's my only my biggest concern is Ezekiel and the offensive line gets CD Lamb is not a number one wide receiver. He is. No, he, he is. is absolutely he not is a number, number one. one. No. They're making him a number one He's, at this yes, point. Yes, they're making my him a number one. My concern isn't CD Lamb, it's Michael Gallup that I have my concerns watch, with. Watch Gallup what happens at CD. Sure I can see him getting into a number one. Yeah. Watch. But right now he's not. Watch this. I'll put this out there. After this trash season he has this year, Michael Irvin's going to ask him for his number back. It's, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> he's their only top receiver <laughs> outside back. of like Dalton Schultz. <laughs> Don't think Michael Irvin won't either. Oh, he would. Yeah, he, he would. would. <laughs> that guy is, I'm telling you, CeeDee Lamb is going to be legit. I, he's going to be I legit. Still, I, I mean, this, this whole division, I think, is still going to be bad. But I don't. It is. I, I don't. It's going to be rough. I, Philly took a step forward. I was going to not going to be as good my as top it is. two is Philly and Washington. In Philly that took a step forward. They've got two legit. They probably they I have would two put, legit receivers. I put, we Philly, figure out the quarterback. I put Philly and Washington together as the two best wide receiver tandems in that division. I would too. I absolutely would. But still, and I have with, my own questions. I have with more Jalen Hurts. I have more faith in Hurts though than uh, Wentz. It yeah, depends. He had a it depends on it year. depends on what Carson Wentz shows up. Jalen Hurts yeah. he not had run a, the ball as much a as he really did. good season last year, and I don't think Philly's going to. I think Philly's going to rely on their running backs this year. And I really that's, do. And that's fine, but they have to stay healthy then and keep. But Jalen they also Hurts have out a the solid wide receiver room. So I mean, I, they could be. I, they need Jalen Hurts to throw the ball. And they need I, I, I think Philly takes this division okay. with Washington making the wild card. It. Like you said, nine and eight. I would say nine and eight right now is probably the best that they should be aiming Ten at. Ten and this seven point. at the most. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I for me, I find it hard just because looking at their schedule, it's like you could easily have some upsets in here, right? I mean, they've got Houston, they've got Atlanta, they've got uh, they've got some of these well, teams in here. One win. <laughs> <laughs> have a little bit of confidence. None. I, I don't think they're beating. I'll, I'll tell none. you right now. I don't think they're beating Philly. I don't think they're beating Tennessee. I think they can beat Chicago. I don't think they're beating Minnesota or Indianapolis at this point. I don't see that happening. And I don't know if they even beat San Francisco or Cleveland. I have point. I have the Chicago game as a toss up. I do too. That's, I think that's, that's a, a toss up for me as well. Yeah, I think it's a coin flip on what Carson Wentz shows up and what kind of defense shows up for the. They, well, split, they, they are split. getting Chase Young back, right? Can, Which is huge it's yeah. as long as he's rookie season Chase right, Young, exactly. yeah, <laughs> just creating havoc. And they're they're bringing uh, they brought back uh, a DB, I believe, coming back from injury as uh, yes, well. I oh, no, so. linebacker. No, yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. They're bringing back one of the linebackers. So that 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 front seven is going to be a little more solid, right? As well. So if that defense gets back to where they were two years ago, right. 
They could be. And that, it's still Ron that, Rivera. That, that team's a completely different team. Right. It's a much different team because I mean that's kind of what they were relying on those two years. They didn't really have anyone like no. There was no quarterback. So now that they have a decent quarterback in Wentz, I mean. I, I mean, obviously, I'm saying they're above 500. I think they'll make I think wild they're card. Above 500 teams they'll make they'll well. make wild card. I I I think Philly. The is, NFC Philly's is division so weak. I would say so it's beyond weak. weak. I would say at least for my guess, I would probably go like seven and ten right now. Just right now, I would have to say at my base guess before the season starts, before training camp and all that, my guess would be seven and ten. Once training camp is over, because we all know that training camp guys get hurt. We see who who produces, who's better. Once preseason starts, we get an actual sight of how these guys look. Then I'll be able to make like a before the season kind of judgment. But honestly, for where I stand right now, it's not a bad roster. Their offense, I think, has certainly taken a step. Again, Dotson really adds another element to their game. Him, Curtis Samuel, and uh, uh, Terry McLaurin. Can't believe I just got their top their top player really one of, one of the top five receivers yeah. in the NFL. And they've got Antonio Gibson. Plus, they brought back J.D. McKissick. They've got a loaded roster of guys for offense my question is the offensive line and how's Carson Wentz going to react when things get tough because we've seen him at times when the defense is on him and the pressure's on he collapses he has he has the tendency to just collapse in on himself yeah I mean we saw that Jacksonville game we it's saw just, those he goes like in full panic mode yeah like he doesn't know and I'm I'm backing up because I just saw like someone posted like a few like some highlights mm-hmm. your guy Joe Burrow of how like his reaction and ability to escape out of the pocket yeah. and stuff like that when poop hits the fan. Right. And so that's, you don't, you don't see that of Carson Wentz. And so like, like you said, if that happens, he's, he, I mean, he tries, I'll give him credit. He's a warrior through and through for what he can do, but he's just not, I don't think he's that guy. I think he knows he's Does not he that seem guy. a lot slower to you guys. He's ever mentally since his, fragile. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> like, like Trey Sounds Lawrence. Italian. It's a, a, exactly. Yes. It's Italian. <laughs> It must be Italian. Yes. <laughs> it's just right here. I said it Italian. It's got to be Italian. Uh, Christmas story he in July. He has no idea. <laughs> no, I'm Ever just... seen Christmas story? Oh, forever ago, but yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> I love the fact that me and David sigh at the exact same time. I'm you're really almost... <laughs> you're almost... As bad as hating ass Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that movie. It's just been forever. It's on every Christmas. I watch twenty four hours. I know. I always just. I always watch Christmas Vacation. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. That's, yeah, yeah. You know what? It does get. Yeah, I okay. say, Christmas Story gets stale. You know the story, and then it's like, all right, I watch Christmas Vacation never gets it. old. You that's should watch it at least once every Christmas. After you watch it once, yeah, go watch. Yeah, go watch Christmas, Christmas vacation, vacation and all that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Also and the watch. Grinch. Yeah, yeah I watch the Grinch. Yeah, I watch Airbuds Homeward Puppy Christmas. Yeah, I watch oh, Elf. I had to watch that with my cousins once. You know, one of the few Will Ferrell movies I am not a fan of. Elf. Yeah, don't like Elf. The only really, it's a classic. Hate, hate on me all I you want. Say, Twitter. It's <laughs> I, I. The only yeah. moment I like is when he's with the other, the little person. That, oh, Dinklage. Dinklage crack because uh. <laughs> Dinklage is a legit actor to me. Yeah, and for him to be like, okay, I'll do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. was just amazing. It I love Dinklage. To me, is one of. The greatest actors. Oh, well, he kicked in of our generation in Game of Thrones. He's well, incredible. Fantastic. Have, have you ever seen him do anything? He's other- my favorite character. I'm not. I'm not even bi- being biased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> 
Hey, Peter Dinklage, man, he's he's the man. He's he's man. he's uh, he's one of my favorite actors. If he's in anything, I'll watch it. Just, oh, yeah, I don't fantastic. care how horrible. Like if you had told me that he was in Velocipaster, Velocipaster, <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm in. We've got it. If anybody wants to see us do like a commentary, like the the riff tracks or movie science theater three thousand of Velocipaster. Hit us up on Blow T Whistle One and let us know. I would, I would be totally down to do a commentary I, on that be, movie with I'd you be guys. Down to do that, it we is got, we just pick some, it is pick some really pick some great, <laughs> crappy movies, like great crappy Lep- movies. Leprechaun in the Hood. You want to watch the Thomas Jones you, Christmas yeah. movie? Oh, <laughs> we can yeah. watch that. There's this guy on TikTok <laughs> that he always posts about these like really cheap made yeah. cheesy like. <laughs> Christian movies mm-hmm. and they are hilarious. Right. I haven't seen them all, but it, it's on my watch list. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, <laughs> I think we've given our opinions on what we believe Washington will be this I, year. I gave my record just with I, beforehand. I, I did nine, nine, eight, eight, nine and eight, ten and seven nine is and where I've got okay. them. Yeah, I got them like right above five hundred. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, hey Tyreek Hill, welcome to Miami. <laughs> Here. On Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. And welcome back to Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. Just hit your funny bone there. Why do I feel like I'm listening to something on Kids Bop? I was going to say, <laughs> this sounds like a Disney Channel type of song. This is God ridiculous. God bless you, T-Pain. <laughs> Love T-Pain, but oh my God. I am here with my boys, Tyler, ye old ball, ball and chain, chain buter ball, and Andrew Valentin, a.k.a. Pepe. Oh, I was going to say, where's the Pepe? And I am David Double D Dysha. Thanks for joining us here on SportstownChicago.com. We'd like to thank all our listeners from the Under the Hood podcast for listening in to us. New and reoccurring. We love you guys so very much. Um, let's get to it, boys. The Miami Dolphins made some moves. Did they? Did they? I they mean, did? I just, had no idea. Just a just a little bit of one. I just mean, a skosh. Just, uh, they went out and got some dude named Tyreek Hill. Cost him a lot. D- 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 yeah. Just cost him quite a bit. Just a little bit. Just a skosh. Just a skosh. But I guess to the listeners and to you guys, I will ask the question. Does Tangeloa <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. What? Tua. What was that? That was me having a brain spasm on a Monday. I'm so glad there was a pause in that. That's going to be clipped, and that's going to be somewhere in here at some point. We're using that. That was Tanglio. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Now say the one from Clemson's name. DJ Uwe Angalele. That was, how that do you was, get that one? You got that one because it's been ingrained in my brain from you. <laughs> Not going to lie. I can't really say Tua's last name. Tango I just say Vailoa. Tango Vailoa? Tango Vailoa. Tango Vailoa. How do you miss that? Tango, Tango Vailoa. Don't worry. It'll be edited out. You'll never hear it <laughs> no, again. No. That stays <laughs> in. We're getting that. That is staying in. Oh, my. I'll, I'll, I'll eat that one. 
I'll, I'll eat gonna, that one. I'm yeah. going to start calling him Tag of Violin. Tag of Violin? <laughs> tag of Violin. To, uh, okay, oh so I, the question to our listeners and to you guys. I'm crying right now. Is there any excuses for Tua at this point? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. One. One. What? I'm sorry. Tag of a Leo. Tag of a Leo. Tag of the violin, though. Uh, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Does Tua have any excuses at this point? Hell no. I mean, he's got like one of the, he's got one of the best receiver cores in this league. I mean, he's on got paper. no excuse. On, on paper. paper. On paper. Well, on paper. But I mean, not- still, you got, you got Waddle and you got uh, Hill. I mean, there's no, there's well, no excuse. Don't, don't forget Wilson. about Gesicki. Gesicki, too, yeah. Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson, yeah. I mean, it goes on and on. But uh, <laughs> when somebody asked me the other day, and this was very, very difficult for me, I'm not going to lie. Somebody goes, would you take uh, Kyle Pitts or Gesicki? And I went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Make it hard on you, man. I said yep. Pitts. Okay. I'm not going right. to that lie. That's still a good one. Okay. But I mean, I think, this- I think, I think Gesicki's a more well-rounded tight end. Okay. But if we're going just for yards and catches, mm-hmm. pits all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that being said, no, I mean, they surrounded this guy with a lot of weapons here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, 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 he's got no excuse. I was honestly surprised they didn't they didn't try to get rid of him in, like in this current offseason after last year because he did not have a great year whatsoever. So this is like do or die for Tua. And I feel like this, this has to be like it for him. He's got to make something. What are, you, what are you guys with? Oh, I'm reminding him who the backup was. That's interesting. Who? For those who don't remember, because we've all been focused on yeah, two so Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. I just saw Teddy it. Bridgewater <laughs> is the backup quarterback. So this isn't a foregone for cl- conclusion that Tua might get replaced. Could you even Teddy time? Yes. That team starts off 0-4 and Teddy comes in there and they just run the table afterwards. <laughs> He could do it. I'd love with every his bit arm of it. and Listen, his accuracy. Last year, three thousand yards, eighteen touchdowns, seven interceptions, and that's with half of his wide receivers out. Yeah, exactly. So I think mean, about Denver. Denver. Think about the fun he'd have with what they got here on that. I mean, he played fourteen games. I mean, let's, let's not discount. Tua is a more accurate passer than Patrick Mahomes. So <laughs> don't even. Don't well, yeah. even. We, don't even. Clearly, I'm just telling you. On those short intermediate routes, who's yeah. Patrick, is, according to who's, the stats, he is more accurate. Who's, who's Mahomes? I only know Tag of Valoya. <laughs> Velo, Tag of violin. Tag of violin. <laughs> Honestly, Tag of Volo. <laughs> Tag of Volvo. He has Tagalongs. <laughs> Tagalong. That's what he's going to be doing. Probably a lot of tagging along in this L- offense. What are your thoughts, Andrew? I, uh, okay. Honestly, everybody's going to think I hate. Everybody says I hate this guy. I don't hate Tua. I don't. Okay, my problem with Tua is that I see limited potential because of the fact that he does not have the deep ball. But let's even take that out of the conversation. His mobility is pretty much limited at this point. He does have a tendency to get hurt a lot quite often. I mean, we've seen that now in these last couple of years now. And there's, I think, a lack of confidence that came even from the top of the chain, John Ross, the owner, when they were talking about getting another quarterback. So I don't know if... I don't know if McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, the new head coach, I don't know. He seems to be like, yeah, I'm going to ride with Tua. That's great. If he's running the same kind of offense that we saw in San Francisco, that will work perfectly. But then they need Raheem Mostert, who obviously McDaniel knows, and Chase Edmonds, who, again, he knows from his time playing against Arizona. They're going to have to run the ball like crazy. 
And then you've got the crossing routes and the short stuff coming from Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. And I don't think those guys are going to like that all that much when they know they can just burn everybody for 10-plus yards Damn. out. But Tua can't get the ball out to them. Who can, though, is Teddy Bridgewater. And that's where the problem is right now. One quarterback can get the ball to these guys deep. The other guy is pretty good on the short stuff. The other issue that that is laying in Miami's wake is the division that they're in. Yes. You are in, in a division where... I mean, New England probably got sneaky good again with these draft yeah. picks. I'm sure. I, I mean, there's somebody in the seventh round they picked up. Listen, that'll be like that a kid star. from that kid from Chattanooga is going to turn into an All Pro this year. <laughs> Keep saying that, and it will. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. It, it I just, forgot what, who's this guy. Cole from? Strange. It was strange to all of us when they picked him. Was it third or fourth round that he was projected or something I like think that? It was like, yeah, three to five was where he was supposed to go. And they're like, yeah, first round pick. So, you know, he's going to be like a 16 time oh, all pro pro bowler. He's yeah. Make the first team. He'll be in the same. He's be the next Edelman. He'll be in the same breath as, you know, like Anthony Munoz. <laughs> and all the, <laughs> the, the top offensive lineman in the NFL. Michael Orr. <laughs> All this, but no, but that this is what I'm talking about. You are in probably one of the more competitive divisions in the AFC this year. Jets definitely got better. Jets definitely got better. Definitely, they they are ridiculous. Their draft was ridiculously good. They did like good. (laughs) The 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 comments coming from me and Andrew as the Jets are drafting, going, good God, yeah. This is going. They got exponentially better on defense. Shout out to Joe Douglas. Yeah, no joke. But Uh, this is also for the. I mean, not to get off the Dolphins, but this is also for the Jets too. Like Zach Wilson and Robert Sala, no more excuses for them either. Absolutely, you got to win like seven or eight games now. I would. I would. I would. I would agree. I would agree with that. So, but that being the Dolphins. But that being said, you have the preeminent Super Bowl favorite in Buffalo. I'd say so. Who? Yeah. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, actually got better. Yeah. <laughs> Hard enough to believe, but they did. It's going to be so good. I know, dude. They can't good. wait to watch. I'm going to watch a dude, lot of I'm, Buffalo games. I know. I'm, I'm rooting for this. I'm rooting them this oh, year. Oh, absolutely. You've I want got, Josh Allen to do it. You've got yes. New England, who, I mean, in all in all seriousness, could take a step back this year. They could. They could take they a step back. They either go forward or they go backwards. I don't think it's... T- and then you have Miami and you have New York. Yeah. New York, yeah. I, I think, is still probably cellar-dwelling. Probably. Yes. Yeah, but don't. maybe improved. At least I think they can get to, like, six, seven wins. I think they can get to six. Easily. Yeah. This team should be able to do that. Because, I, I mean, their offense is going to be totally different. and it It's going to be laid out better because I like, I like Dable a lot. But, yeah. I mean, it's just the, a matter the of... The fact that they don't... That's that's going to be the interesting part for me mm-hmm. is okay. how much is, is is Dable being gone? Well, that's the Giants. Remember that. That's no. The, what I'm saying is oh, him for being the, oh, gone for sorry. Buffalo. Yeah, I'm bad, sorry. I'm yeah. thinking Giants as well. Yeah, but yeah, no, we're talking about Giants. with Dable being gone from Buffalo. Right. How much is that going to affect that offense? I mean, John Dorsey was like one on one with Josh Allen. I guess the whole way. So there shouldn't be a step down. I don't, this should be like I, and it's the kind of quarterback Allen, so. that Allen is. I mean, I don't think it's really going to make much. By of a the way, we did forget to talk about a very sneaky, sneaky, sneaky pick from the Commanders, which could turn into something if oh, don't. you stop it. You stop it what, right there. Next Gardner Minshew. 
are, are am am I wrong in thinking that he could? He's the one. It's one quarterback really with him, I guess. It's the one quarterback in that draft that I thought had all the all the skill set of a NFL quarter yeah. starting quarterback. Sam Howell is Sam Howell got yeah. taken oh, yeah. in the fifth round right. by That's right. the Washington Commanders. I mean, for where he got picked to where he could possibly be, absolutely, it could be like a low risk, high reward type of situation. I just don't. I'm hesitant to say that I think he's going to be like a next franchise guy. You know, I don't. I, I'm not saying that now, right? But down the line, possibly. I think my my personal opinion is he was the best quarterback in that draft. Better than Pickett, damn sure better than Desmond Ritter. Oh, get give him a shot. No, I know you like lost all faith God. in Ritter. Oh, we, wait until you hear my over under on on Atlanta's oh, wins right. this year. <laughs> under. <laughs> but that being said, getting back to Miami, yeah, th- that's sneaky for them to be able to pick up Bridgewater. It's a good move because if Tua goes down, you don't really lose anything. In fact, you kind of gain something. You say, well, now we can kind of go over the top with him. Like it's a nice backup like plan in case if if they're already preparing for Tua to like completely crumble, right? And so. Which Whether all it takes, plays back. Honestly, I, I, it's, it's actually been proven that all it takes is a good shot to the ribs and two is done. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to, I'd, I'd rather have Teddy starting. That'd be more fun Plus, to Teddy, watch. Teddy's shown the ability to be able to play against some of the bigger teams and hold his own. Two he didn't, he didn't do bad in Denver. No, he but two has collapsed a lot of times against some of the better teams. Like I God, I remember, I know it was his rookie year, but I still remember the game against Buffalo at the end of the season towards the end of the season, I think it was, and I he threw like four interceptions in that game. It looked terrible. Now, I know, again, he's a rookie, yeah, but still, as a top five pick, that's not what you want out of your guy. You want him to be able to maybe throw three interceptions, but I want three touchdowns with that as well. Yeah. Now, that's saying as a football fan, obviously that may not happen, but still, you want to see more out of a top five pick than just that. Right. So, where do you guys have Miami this year? I'm... I'm gonna say I think they're right around where I had Washington seven and ten. I might even go six and eleven because I think I think there's more dysfunction in this front office than we're giving them credit for. Considering John Ross and uh, is still possibly in this lawsuit with Brian Flores and everything, yeah. And Chris Greer or yeah, Greer the GM. I don't I don't know where he's at. I think he was like tank for Tua, and he's like, yeah, Tua's not really doing a lot for me right now. He's not proven I'm a good GM right now, so. I don't know. I, I feel like 7 and 10, 6 and 11 is where I'm at right now with them. All right. Uh, Sorry, Miami. I'm think. For me, they're, they're definitely going to be under 5. I would probably say, like, yeah, like se- either 7 and 10 or 8 and 9. Like See, right Tyler there. and I are pretty much on the same way. I, 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 right I want to give seven, them more. It's 7 just, 10, yeah. They, that, they just, they if have it was a, a different schedule, division, yeah. I would. I mean, they just have a tough schedule. Like, I definitely think they're going to start off going for I think they drop both of them to Buffalo. Yeah. I yeah. Th- they may split with New England. Yeah. They may split with. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. They may. S- New England always has issues with Miami. That's true. Even when Brady was it's there, they had true. in Miami, yeah. too. That's I don't true. know why. It's always in Miami. Split with New England and you split with. The Jets. Jets. Yeah. There's two wins right there. They play the Jets at the end of the season in New York. So I don't know if they win that game, but they play the Jets, obviously, or they play the Jets in New York at the early part of the season. Then they play them in Miami at the end of the season, last game. And then they play at New England, though, at the end of the season. 
So maybe they don't win that New England game, but they probably win that Jet game at least. Yeah. But I'll tell you this right now. Somebody, somebody, not now, but I was talking with somebody and they said, if they find a way to at least split between Buffalo and New England, but they lose both games to the Jets, I don't know where Miami's at at that point. Oh, because the Jets should be the. That's just pure chaos. Yeah, because the Jets should be like the bottom team by like just points, basically. I would say they both seven and ten, but Jets don't just don't have many many points. But if that happens and they actually finish at the bottom, I think this Miami team gets at least a little bit of a reshuffle. Then at that at that point in time, I I would I wouldn't be surprised. Quarterback is definitely GM quarterback. Yeah. Maybe John, even president. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, for all we know, John Ross might actually get forced to sell the team. For all we know, so listen at the if at the, Dan Snyder doesn't get to <laughs> get forced to sell his team, no one else should be able. Don't even want to get on that. No one else should have to don't, be forced don't to sell even their team. Get on that. But that <laughs> being said, family, Jesus. that is enough for the Miami <laughs> Heat Dolphins talk. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you okay? <laughs> I love that the Miami Heat Dolphins. Can't say, Miami Heat Dolphins. Can't say Tua's last name. I thought he was going Tango basket. Lovo yeah, Lovo. Tango, tang, tag along Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> sound like my father trying to say his name at this point. Listen, here here it is. We we all think Miami's going to be middle of the pack. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know what's coming. The greatest segment in all of entertainment. That's right. It's time for You're Killing Me Smalls. And if you had something that had you saying You're Killing Me Smalls this week or two weeks or month, we really don't care. (laughs) Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and let us know what that is at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Or you could email us at blowtwhistleradio at gmail.com. When we come back here on Blow the Whistle on sportstownchicago.com. You're killing me, Smalls. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the main. No, it's not the main event, but it is darn close to the main event. It's time for the greatest segment in all of radio. That's right. It is time for You're Killing Me Smalls. And if you had something just bugging you this week and in your head you were going, You're Killing Me Smalls. By the way, I watched that this weekend. Did you? Yes. And every time he said it, I laughed. (laughs) Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and let us know what it is at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E One. Who am I starting with? I'm starting with Andrew because Andrew never goes first. Never. I never go first. It's been a while since I have. Uh, All right. Well, I've I've been stacking these up for a while now, so I could just go any which way. Uh, And I kind of know where Tyler's going. I know where you're going, David, and obviously if we have time. But I'm going to go. With Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yes, Mr. Rodgers. So if you guys don't know, obviously Aaron Rodgers got his very first tattoo. Uh, I don't know how to explain this other than if you love witchcraft and I'm um, guessing solar plexes and... Just solar stars. plexes? I, tell me what this is. What is this? Let me see. I don't it. even know. I, I don't even know I, he, how to describe the that. The tattoo makes him look like he'd have a tapestry in his yes, room. Yes. Um, Listen, it, solar plexus are in the midsection of a person. Okay. I, are you talking solar system? Yes, thank you. I was, I was yeah, very... Yeah, and he gets on me for mispronouncing Tua's last name. Yeah. It's a solar plex. <laughs> 
It is is definitely an astrologically correct and kind of defining tattoo. Okay. So I I think that's kind of where he's... I mean, just from everything that I can see, it probably has... Honestly, if you want me to be real, it it the, there's lines there, so I'm assuming he's probably a Leo. I guess I don't listen. All I know is I'm looking at this thing. He after, does have the Illuminati sign in there. Though, he does. Too. That's the. Oh. Yeah. There's a there's a lot going on here. If you, I'll post it up on Blow the Whistles thing. I wonder if it's um, like some witchcraft to like possess him so he doesn't choke. I'm sure this is No, was, I'm telling you right, dude. This, I cannot this was wait Blue's until idea, you, I'm sure. I'm I'm telling you right now, I cannot wait until he gets into trouble in his first game <laughs> and they pan to him on the sideline and all you see is him doing this with, with the crystals. crystals. <laughs> well, my favorite part of this is that Kyle Madsen, who is a guy that obviously pretty well known for making this comments. Uh, he put on the comments to uh, retweet it. He says, what do you want to do today? And Aaron Rodgers, have you ever heard Kyrie Irving talk? <laughs> Artists, say no more, fam. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. Because there's just, there's so much going on. Obviously, it might mean a lot to him, I'm sure. But for Aaron Rodgers, for just what I can only assume was Blue's idea of a sentimental and very powerful tattoo that will bring out his aura and energy, I give to Aaron Rodgers a big ol' You're killing me, Smalls! I just, I can't. I would never. God bless you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Is he gonna be like Aaron Red Rodgers, like listen, to compliment the I'm Blue? T- I'm telling you right now, he'll probably go like ultraviolet. <laughs> You think it's a midlife crisis for him? No, I don't think it's a midlife <laughs> crisis at all. I, I, I think I he's. Know. I don't know, man. Do you? Do you want? This is some funky. Do you want to know? It's his, weird. It's his big bear crisis. <laughs> Fair. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> Probably. Same path, baby. Growing the hair Same out. Same yeah. freaking path, <laughs> yep. man. Yep. Same uh, path. I can totally. I I agree with that. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's who we should hit up with that tattoo and be like, "What all does this mean?" <laughs> Translate. And he just gives us like a paragraph explaining everything, and oh, it's like, "Whoa!" I, uh, I, yeah, I guarantee it'd be <laughs> at least five paragraphs. <laughs> we'll see what they're doing here in the astrological <laughs> field is bringing together the Leo and the Scorpio. We miss you so Come much, on. buddy. <laughs> Come back to us. But that being said, <laughs> I'm going to go next because I know it. you've got two, correct? No, I just got one. I thought somebody else brought one to you. Oh, yes. Jesus. Shoot, sorry. Mary. You had hey, somebody M. else saying something? <laughs> hey, M, you're, uh, you're, you're killing me, Smalls. Should go out to your future hubby because he almost <laughs> forgot that you sent in a you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> that being said, all right, so my you're killing me, Smalls, goes out to the White Sox upper management. Oh, Let me just God. say this. If you wanted no more evidence that there was something funky going on in that clubhouse... Compare reactions to Tim Anderson making the all-star break from last or the all-star team from last year to this year. And we'll post it if you'd like. Last year, they're all over them. They're jumping on them. They're throwing water on them. They're hooting. They're hollering. You know what happened this year when they announced that he made the all-star team? Golf clap. Good job, Tim. Way to go, Tim. And they're all sitting there looking like death. It's like absolutely miserable. It's depressing. It is. Like to see that compared to last year. Tell me something's not wrong there, upper management. Oh yeah. Go ahead, tell me. I dare you. I, 
Come and tell me again that Tony Larusa was the right freaking choice <laughs> to be your manager for your Chicago White Sox. <clears throat> I dare you. It's to the upper management that thought Tony, I can drive. Larusa <laughs> was the right choice to bring in. For the White Sox, I give you a big old. You're killing me, Smalls. It's that that, that whole thing is. It is painful. Team, I did see that, and it was just like, wow, what a con- what's a what a difference a year oh, makes. Yeah. A year. <laughs> That's not even it. a Sox fan. Uh, that was depressing year. to watch. That was, that was uh, brutal. Just brutal. It was bad. You can tell they still have fun out on the field. Oh yeah. Like I was watching yesterday, and uh, the second baseman. Harrison. Harrison yeah. made a catch over by first base, and I think Abreu said something to him, like, I would have gotten that. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just joking back and forth. So they're still having fun on the field, but... The clubhouse is a mess. It's bad. Yeah. That's about as bad as it's, I've seen. It's, it's, it's rough in there. It's a dumpster fire. It really is. Basically. All right, Tyler. All right, I will start off with Emily's, as she tweeted us from Emily underscore green 15 and she goes this is my you're killing me smalls and she sends a screenshot of a post of people left raging after chef turns McDonald's fries and chicken nuggets into pasta what the fine dining experience normally consists of five star gourmet but would you order gourmet chicken nugget pasta and she goes don't mess with my nuggies (laughs) told you it wasn't sports related I have so many, so many comments. I have questions, <laughs> but I don't really know if I want the answers. So many comments to that. I t- and what? yeah, I don't, I don't know. So they're trying to turn McDonald's fries and nuggets into a pasta. I don't know how you can do that. It's not even like Alfredo. I, no, like that's the nuggets and the the fries is like the actual pasta. Yeah, Alfredo. What the hell you Alfredo mean? over yeah, the fries. You he, put the nuggets on the fries with the Alfredo. That's not how toss they got it all up. That's not how they got. They made it like a tortellini. They have a picture of it. Is it like twisty fries? That is what? Here, no, like see. they mush it up. Yeah, like they, they make like blend the noodles it. out of. That's what. No, they blend. They it. make the noodles yes. out of the French fries. Yeah, it's potato noodles. Then that makes sense. Ups. I don't think that's bad. I want to try it. What kind I am of, intrigued. What kind, oh, wait a minute. What kind of sauce comes with it? Oh, I don't know. This is just straight up ketchup. If, it, if no. it's the Szechuan. Oh, wow. Hello, oh. darling. <laughs> <laughs> How do have you, you ever do? Had, have you ever had the chicken nugget Szechuan? Oh, no. my. You can look that up now online to find out how to make it, which is great. I have a homemade bottle of it now. Oh. Yeah. I may bring. I may have to bring that in now, so you can. And it's not going to probably be the same as theirs, but I think it's pretty darn close. <laughs> it's tasty, but that is still a strange one. It is weird. <laughs> so, to whoever is trying to make McDonald's fries and chicken nuggets into pasta, Emily gives you a big old. You're killing me, Smalls. I just love uh, that she said, "Don't mess with my nuggies." Yeah, I know. It was like all. I thought, I thought, I thought she was the mad. same thing many I, times. I, I mean, made, I'm not so. going to lie. I thought she was talking about Tyler's balls for a second, but. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that? I was going to say, I'm like, in a couple of dates, I've had that conversation before. <laughs> we know the six words. Balls is not a part of the oh, six yeah, the- words. 
I know. <laughs> you just didn't want me to say it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, so my You're Killing Me Smalls goes to this whole, I don't know if you guys, you guys had to have seen this, this whole Zach Wilson drama that's I going on. It's so, I love this. It Embrace is it. fantastic. So this. it all started off with, I guess his ex-girlfriend was getting blasted for Real Housewives of Orange <laughs> County all over the place. Leaving him for his best friend and ex uh Teammate over at BYU, he's he's a receiver Dax now for Milne, for yes. those who are wondering. For he's a he's a Play receiver now Washington, for Washington. Actually. These yeah. Mormons just trade knives. <laughs> <laughs> but then she then so she gets blasted and then she throws out some dirt and that Zach Wilson was cheating on her with his mom's best friend. Yes, so. No, I know. I mean, this is just, it just gets better and better. I mean, it's you American do. pie in real life. It's these Stifler's Mo- mom. These Mormons Stifler's are going crazy. Mom, man. <laughs> these Milf. Mo- what? Milf. 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 Dude, it's the, it really it's the take- LeBron James Delonte West thing all over again. Oh, good God. He, really, he is really living by a BYU cougar. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, yes. sir. Bravo. Yes. Bravo, sir. Bravo. But I mean, very the, well said. The best part is the social media is just having way too much fun with this. Oh, of course. They're showing scenes from uh, uh, season three of Stranger Things, the dude that was the lifeguard. <laughs> they got the, they had the, they had the scene from uh, The Office when, uh, uh, Pam found oh, out about Michael Michael saying his mom. mom. <laughs> the best, the, the best part. Oh, hey, who is it? Michael. <laughs> who is it? And then they're bringing back his tweet of when he's like, "I told you I got that dog in me." <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it is fantastic. I mean, in fairness, this is the guy that took two college cheerleaders to prom. To, prom. to be fair, so to be that fair, is right. <laughs> he's a stud. <laughs> yeah. Can't throw a football, but he can. He can. Nah, he can. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. You have to have time to throw the football. <laughs> it's true. He's got time. Andrew, you got for any? this cougar, but I mean, oh, oh wait, I got it. I got it. My apologies. So, to this fantastic situation that's brought pure entertainment to me and probably everyone else, I give you a big old. You're killing me, Smalls. Oh my god, I love that story. So if I much. did, I if I did had one more. I have one quick one. Okay. Okay. To my dad who texted. (laughs) 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 Gotta get some family stuff out real quick. No, who just texted the other day that he genuinely thinks that the Bears should only lose two games this season. I'll be like, oh, dad. Oh, wow. Dad, I I love the confidence, but. uh, Can you imagine that run and how this city would light on fire? Oh, yeah. Yeah. the city would blow up. That'd be the absolutely. Of, that'd be the end of the world. The only thing that would be Here. worse is a crosstown crosstown World Series. Oh, this, oh. this either out, be a, a either city outcome civil war. either outcome. Yeah, city would blow up. Absolutely, that'd probably be the worst situation. Yes, we don't need that. No, <laughs> we're already on the brink. But Dad, I appreciate your confidence, but there ain't no way in hell the Bears are going fifteen and two. So, Dad, I give you a big old. You're killing me, small. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. Uh, hey, on that same note. Hey, uh, Mayor, so you want to put a dome on this, on, on Soldier Field, huh? <laughs> Gotta get them boats up. I couldn't believe I didn't even think about that one. Gotta get them boats up. Gotta just, hey. It's like that late the night. The stadium's already <laughs> almost ready to crumble. 
Let's put like an 8 million ton dome on top of it. That'll make it better. <laughs> hey, crumble, baby, I promise crumble. you I can change. Look, I'm almost bad. It was me, Look not you. Yeah, right. <laughs> crumble, crumble. Hey, how about this? Promise. How about you get yourself an XFL team or a USFL team? How about it? Have them play at Soldier Field so you still get revenue. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. I want an XFL team in Chicago. Hell yeah. See, this is what, yes, I'm, saying. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, you're all butthurt over the Bears looking at Arlington Heights. The Arlington Heights Bears. I love every moment of that. Every single moment of that is Listen, great. If the Angels can go to Anaheim and still call themselves Los Angeles, Chicago can, the Bears can go to Listen, Arlington Listen, here's the funniest Heights. part about Chicago. it. The Giants, the Jets... Guess where their stadium's at? New Jersey. East Rutherford, New Jersey, boys and girls. Well, think about it. Golden State, I mean, they were technically affiliated with San Francisco, but they were in Oakland for all the time. They finally moved to San Francisco. I'm just saying, like, you want to have all this rumph, 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 and then you're... Because you realize that the Bears are actually moving and there's nothing you can do about it. You go, well, we could put a dome on the soldier field. And the thing is, she doesn't even care. I don't think she cares about it not being relative to Chicago. It's We're not getting our money. You know every freaking architect in Chicago is going, I'm out. I'm out. There's no way I'm putting a dome on that thing. There's no way. I don't want to be affiliated with with it at all. She hit him with a long late night text, and and the Bears went, new foam, who dis? And then what? what, You think about it. Let's say say they do that. They'd have to play in Wrigley Field while they're putting that. Oh, and together. I'm sure the Cubs would love oh, you're that. That would be a dumpster. <laughs> what, what are you, you saw the yeah. crap show Here's that it was with the Oakland. What is, what is Soldier Field known for? Their amazing natural turf. Right. Yeah. Right. You put a dome over there. How are you doing with that natural turf <laughs> right. there, Bobos? Well, the grass keeps dying. I wonder why. <laughs> Come on. Move it outside. That won't work yeah. in Chicago. We need Come more on. sunlight. <laughs> Not only that, that thing is three. They said the stadium is three different parts. Plus, there's the memorial that's like sitting in the back, I think, of the stadium for the firefighters and the cops that you would have to move. And you have to go through the park district for that. Yeah, have fun with that. Lightfoot, have a lot of fun with that. I'm sure the city's going to be real happy moving everything out just for you. (laughs) Please, Mayor, do me a favor. Let's fix the bigger issues that are going on in Chicago right now. Yes, yes. Please. 100%. And worry less about where the Chicago Bears are going to play football in the next five years. Don't be concerned with that. Because there are way bigger issues that you need to deal with than whether or not the Chicago Bears are playing in Soldier Field for the next five years. Damn right. So, to our esteemed mayor of Chicago, Linda? Uh, I believe so. Who? Lightfoot, Lightfoot. Yeah, I just call her. Oh, I just call her Mayor Lightfoot. Yeah, okay. that's what well, I do. Fine, too. Mayor Lightfoot. We give you a big old. You're killing me, Smalls. All right, Andrew. All right, I'll just do these real quick. Just quick seconds. Oh, he's gonna quick fire some. You're killing me, Smalls. To the intern, as Drew Lock puts it, the intern that operates the U.S. Open tennis's Twitter after a Seahawks <laughs> fan for life. Oh, this is amazing. 
tweeted out not a sport at them and then US Open's tennis official Twitter tweeted out not a sport says the person about to watch 17 games of Drew Locke at QB which then Drew Locke said shout out to the intern at US Open tennis <laughs> that's the for, best part for basically firing back at that fan that's great that was the best part I love part. the fact that he's got that ability but to the fan that decided he was just gonna try and fire at US Open <laughs> tennis like that and US Open tennis for coming back at him I big you I give you a big old you're killing me, Smalls. I just, <laughs> I remember seeing the like. I was so confused because I didn't see that for a while, and then that day I'm just like, like uh, Drew Locke just on Twitter randomly, yeah. like because he's getting all this blast, and it was like, uh, you seen that uh, that meme? It was like the dude that just like he looks like he's like in some trance, like, hey, yeah. what the? <laughs> and then I really want to quick for a, a good you're killing me smalls Jessica Holtz who is a player agent for the NBA she is the first woman's player agent to secure a max contract in the NBA and she did it twice in the same day for Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns I saw that so I want to give her a big old you're killing me smalls in a good way because that is huge That's that is huge. huge speaking of which I, know, I think I know you Charlotte you're Hornets mm-hmm uh, hired the first transgender cheerleader. Yes. Oh, I did not see about that. Mm-hmm. So to to the Charlotte Hornets. You're killing me, Smalls. In a good way. It sounds. I know it sounds in a bad way, guys. But it's a good way. In a good way. In a good way. We have good. We have good. You're killing me, Smalls. And we have. And shout out to the Raiders too. They've hired their first female African American president ever. Yeah, that was huge too. So. A lot of good things happening around here, folks. A lot of good things. Speaking of, speaking of chaos, which is what we love to bring absolutely to the You're Killing Me Small segment, let's go, boys. It's our deuce. And oh, in deuce. that deuce, we talk NCAA football. Oh, God. Cubs, White Sox. Oh, God. Bulls, Summer League. <laughs> And the open. (laughs) (laughs) So when we come back, it's hour number two of Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. joking <laughs> welcome back <laughs> to blow the whistle here on sportstownchicago.com i'm david double d dykstra i'm here with my boys tyler your ball and chain beater bar andrew pepe valentine how's it going we'd like to bring in the rest of our listening audience that aren't on sportstownchicago.com we'd like to thank the people from the under the hood podcast new and reoccurring we thank you very much for tuning in Boys, we got a busy second hour. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. We got football of the college variety. Mm-hmm. We got Cubs and Sox. Hey. We got Bulls Summer League overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got some PGA golf over in Scotland. Fine. Playing a little open. <laughs> yeah, a little I open. was trying to find something Scottish, Scottish to say. I wasn't. Scottish. I, I blanked. I'm Scottish. sorry. <laughs> they will take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Right. <laughs> trying to find something out there. But that being said, you know, some big stuff has happened over the time, the last couple weeks. You have the Big Ten bringing in USC, UCLA, which left the Pac-12 going, uh, say what? <laughs> what the deuce? 
what 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 had just happened was <laughs> and I I have heard over the time that the Pac-12 is still trying to get a deal. Yeah. For <laughs> they're trying. For their for their teams. Yep. But it seems like the only way that happens is a Pac-12 Big 12 merger. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, my question to you and to our listening audience is does the Pac-12 Big 12 merger make sense? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E One. Andrew, I'm coming to you first. Does it make sense to you? Honestly, in it's a very split thing. I think it does make sense for them to kind of merge at this point. The only issue is that obviously you're talking about how many teams then all of a sudden have to share the revenue, and you're talking about schedule realignment and twenty. Yeah, that's the thing is like I mean you got ten teams Tex, right now. Four and, teams are leaving. Right, two from the Big Twelve, two from Pac twelve. Right, and the Big Twelve is getting four teams then in BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. So they're gaining teams as well as they're losing teams. Joining into the Pac twelve, I mean it makes it makes sense, but it's just all of a sudden that becomes a very large conference that you have to feed and satisfy everybody, and I don't think everybody's going to be okay with joining that. Because you think of those smaller teams, right? If the I'm, Oregon states and the I'm if I'm UCF right now, that. I'm I'm calling up the ACC and being like, "Hey, can you give us maybe just a <laughs> right. little bit better of an offer, and we'll come there instead of going to the Big Twelve? Because yeah. I don't believe contracts have been signed yet. Mm, well, I think agreements have been made at this point. I don't know if contracts have There's necessarily written on paper. I don't know if it's been on paper yet. I don't know the the logistics of how yeah. that whole thing kind of plays out. But listen, if you're talking about UCF going into the ACC, I mean. I mean, ACC right now is kind of the oddball out who's kind of just like, I mean, we're happy, but we'd gladly probably take more on if you allow us. It makes sense because Miami's there, Florida State's there. It would put, it would put them in UCF or USF is up there too. So it makes sense for them to go up, play with them, considering that's where all the Florida teams are at outside of obviously University of Florida. Right? Well, and anybody who doesn't think that the SEC and Big Ten aren't reaching out to some of these teams in the ACC. Oh, for sure. Going, hey. How'd you like to come and join an elite conference? I'm telling you, if if I'm the Big Ten right now, you've oh, got yeah. L.A., you've got Chicago. Talk to Syracuse and get yourself all one, two, three in the markets. That would I I would oh. go if if they I'm would dominate. if I'm Big Ten right now. Syracuse is a good move. Yeah, mm-hmm. you also go and you get. I would say maybe try and get Clemson in the Big Ten. In the Big Ten, That'd Clemson be would be. Clemson would be a tough one, though. I yeah. thought they're already so there hasn't been any agreements. Yet. I thought I saw some that they've they've already there's already some agreement. I thought I just saw that Clemson's in the SEC now. No, oh no, okay. no, 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 I'm sure the SEC has reached out. <clears throat> I'm sure, absolutely. Clemson, my if if I'm the SEC, Clemson and probably University of Miami are the two that I'm reaching out to. With the way that Miami's, like, stacking up recruits yeah. right now, like, they're looking like they're going to be a solid program. Mario yeah. Cristobal's within, got them... Within yeah. a year or two. Mario Cristobal's got them, like, on a great direction right now. So I think anybody... Because they've and got, like, a bunch of five-star recruits that could have easily gone. And they've got one heck of a quarterback. Yes. And they've got another one coming in. Yeah. they got a bunch of, like... NFL like ready now guys at 18. So, Damn. I mean, I did Miami's Miami's getting back to its old ways of the U coming back. So, I anybody they're one of those prize teams right now that if you can sell them properly, they may be willing to move within the next 
few years. I, I don't know say, when the ACC's contract is up, but I would say I would say Florida State would get thrown in there too, just probably be, for Florida State's sake. It's just the rivalry too. Yeah, it's always that rivalry. But for me, then you're looking at the ACC and going, all right, well, who's in and who's out? Because then, ACC should call Kansas and Kansas State. Then I I'm being honest with you. I'm shocked Ooh. that Kansas wasn't one that. The, the Big Ten didn't grab real quick. I think it's Kansas, I was Kansas and them. Iowa State yeah. were the two that I heard the most. Because of their basketball backgrounds, which helps well, them out yeah. a lot. Iowa State. Iowa State's has, football's been football's pretty good. Football's been, and if they wear those heckle and jide. <laughs> <laughs> beat Ohio State. <laughs> Man, they'll beat everybody. <laughs> no, but if, here, here's the big question, yeah. though. If you're the Big Ten and you're looking at ACC, you said Syracuse. So say the SEC takes three teams. Right. I'm just saying Syracuse because, like, when you think of the no, markets no, and I, all that I, stuff, I, for I the completely power five. understand where you're yeah. going with it. But who are the other two that are going with do you, Syracuse? Because I, my personal opinion is, I, I would think Clemson would lean more towards SEC. Clemson would definitely look at the SEC. I mean, because so they're, in you, that, they're in that range. They're because in that. the one thing that the SEC doesn't have that the Big Ten does is this mystique of academia as well as yeah. great athletics. Right. right. Of course. So that being said, are you then bringing in North Carolina, I was Duke? This, I was, that's what yes. I was going to lean toward. Like, ask about those about bringing North Carolina or Duke. In. If, Could you imagine that basketball <laughs> season? That's the that would be Insanity. If one of those blue bloods moves like UNC, Duke, one of those, they all go. Like NC State, Wake Forest, UNC, Duke, all of them, they all go together. If Clemson moves, I don't think they all move necessarily. UNC might, which in that, if that does happen, then everybody else follows. Here's because the, it's the basketball and it's the football. Yeah. Here's the That's problem. The yeah. Here's the problem. And you and I have talked about it mm-hmm. on on the live stream. Yeah. Everybody's sitting around for one team and one team only yep who's who you guys talking about notre dame yeah nd baby because they've got the what top five brand in college sports yeah. at this weren't point. they trying to get in the ivy no oh well, someone no, 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 no. acc so the the whole their football, no, they're trying to, their football program is independent yes everything yeah. else is acc they, yeah no i know that i've heard that they are trying. This could be someone that's just talking on Twitter, but they made it sound like that Notre Dame is trying to be one of those, like get into being one of those Ivy. Why would school. they do that? Because they want to. They want to prove that would, that, could, they, It's more of they want to make it seem like that they're like highly no, academic. Because that would completely kill their football program. And that's the stupid. problem. Is yeah. That no, right, I agree. Right now, Notre Dame's academic. Like Anyone who said that has no idea. Yeah, I just heard that on Twitter. I'm like, this sounds yeah. dumb as hell. At Notre Dame's academic requirements are they're not up there with Northwestern, but they're like almost like a level down from that. So you have to have like a three point or so they something like they that. They wouldn't to even be able to. No, two, I, I think recruits, the recruits they a get minimum, right now. A minimum of a two two eight five and a minimum of an 1100 on your SATs. Yeah, something like oh, okay. that. So, the I mean, they're getting some of the top athletes. Don't get me wrong. They're doing great with recruiting right now. It's fantastic for them. 
cool. But at the same time, a lot of these other top players, I'm not saying it's not because they're smart or anything. Don't nobody get me wrong on that. But obviously there are some athletes that may not hit those grade requirements that are necessary. Whereas obviously if you only are requiring a 2.0 to be a recruit at their school, well, if you have a 2.2 or 2.4, you still graduate and it's like, okay, well you're five star six foot six, 330 pound offensive tackle. Like you can clearly go to Texas then if that's all they're asking for you to have. And that's the the problem with Notre Dame. Academia wise, it makes more sense for Notre Dame to go to the big 10. Yes. No, yeah, I, I was thinking about that. And, and to be quite honest, area-wise, it makes sense, too. Because well, yeah, Notre right Dame, there. But see, here's the thing. Here's the other thing that we need to bring up, because you and I have also talked about mm-hmm. this, and it's been brought up quite a lot, and I don't necessarily mind this. Yeah. Is that them turning the Big Ten and the SEC into the AFC and the NFC in pro just, football, I would just have and to. then having divisions, Eastern, mid and I remember we talked about this a while back too, and I th- that just be make the most sense. Honestly, I like that. I'd like that a lot better. If if they're already like canceling out and moving into different com- like uh, conferences, they need to just do make it now, two. But, but here's my here's my other question to you, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if all this happens, yeah, and they take these major schools and, mm-hmm. and these two big conglomerates become because everything that I've heard about. Not just the SEC television deal, but the Big Ten television deal. They are epically huge. Yeah, the reported I, offer from CBS Sports was that it was going to be exceeding a billion dollars a year for the Big Ten's new deal. I thought I heard about that, yeah. Which is why yeah. UC, USC each, UCLA were probably like, team, oh, hell each yes. team is going to get it's almost just, $600 million. Because yep. the Big Ten and the SEC, they get the or, most no. viewer. $60 million. Uh, yes, yeah, $60 million. They get the most. I put viewer- an extra zero on there. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, every team in the Big Ten is going, woo. Everybody wants in the Big Ten at yeah. that point. But, I mean, it's clearly that the Big Ten and the SEC get the most viewership. It just makes too much sense just to keep it two conferences and split it. They, I mean, they are the clear powers when it comes it to is. college sports because they yeah. dominate on the football field. They've been dominating now in the basketball court. I mean, SEC right now kind of runs college baseball, even if you want to throw them in. And not only that, too, but when you consider, like, all the other sports, like, dude, Big Ten's track and field just got, like, a hell of a lot better. Because USC and UCLA yeah, no bring joke. all of pretty much the Olympic team is coming through those schools for the most part. Yeah. Well, you got yeah. Texas, you've got, yeah, Texas. You've got LSU, but you've got some mainstays lo- down but south. But a lot of those kids go there because you can train there all year long outside getting ready for the Olympics. But and see, that helps a lot. What, you're, you're talking about other sports. Right. I mean, these sports don't bring in a lot of money, but right. I mean, you look at lacrosse, you look at soccer, you look at right. like Penn State's in the wrestling. Oh, wrestling just got, oh, just yeah, got that's good in the Big Ten now. It got real good. Penn Those State. Those dudes. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about nine, the Big Ten wrestling. Nine out of the last ten seasons. They've been dominating. Penn State's won the national title. They've had a couple. They got a couple of Olympians too coming up yeah. through the ranks. So I mean, outside of obviously Gable Stevenson, who is well, Gable. I don't think I don't know if he <laughs> said he might be going back to college. Yeah, I know he might be taking another year as a graduate. So big old Gable Stevenson, who probably could just own in any sport at this point at six five, two hundred and seventy pounds. He Jealous. signed a multi million dollar contract with WWE. Yeah. It's an Jeez. NI. It's basically an NIL deal. They they, oh, don't wow. want to, they, they didn't say that, but it it basically is because he's still considered a student. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. but that that being said, 
Okay, so if if I'm correct, mm-hmm. each NFL has four divisions now. Yes. Correct? Yes. North yes. Uh, So would you would you do would you do exactly like northeast, midwest? I think you'd have to. I think because when you because when I think of the Power Five and like you can see the only problem taking everybody in is like okay, you've got New York. I would say for the ACC, you've got Atlanta for the SEC, you've got Dallas for the Big Twelve, you've got Los Angeles that used to be the Pac twelve at this point, yeah. and then and that's that's your like Power Five of of the teams at that point. I mean, so. I I genuinely my problem with this is you are other teams though. you're That's the going issue. you're going to have distinct divisions unless right good teams are brought Clemson gets brought into the Big Ten mm-hmm. that makes that East very competitive because then you have Penn State Syracuse Rutgers right. Clemson and let let's just say I. I think you would need something like relegation and promotion. South Carolina. Yeah. I think you need relegation and promotion because, I mean, listen, North Dakota State has been dominating for how long? And, and they refuse to go to Division One, Right, and they don't want to move. But you know, it, I never understand. Why is that? Is it cause, because oh, you, because they won't, they'll get their booties they kicked. Make, they make no, their, no. Well, they make their, their thing is. Do not, do not. <laughs> they dominate. They're they're not, gr- I know they're a great D2 team, but they're, they're a great D1 team. They, they could, could, I, I they know, could make be, noise in the whack. They could, they could make some noise. If they were in the Sun Belt, they'd probably be beating the pants off of like Liberty and Troy and all oh, of those yeah. schools. Oh, wow. For okay. sure. Here's my thing. They've got another quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They've another been getting. They've got another quarterback. It's all D one rejects. Yeah, they d- decide yeah. that they don't. Well, oh, and, you, you know. mean I can go and play for a national title in up in North Dakota? Why not? Yeah, heck and, yeah. You hey. know, there's a couple of guys that come from here that are, you know, just done from highlight tapes, courtesy of one and only us. <laughs> One guy, thank you, thank you, McClellan. You're doing awesome, man. But, but no, no, I just want to say, like, yeah. really quickly, like, because obviously, ND State, like, their whole thing is obviously they do really well with the Minnesota market. Like, that whole north, the northern area is pretty much dominated by them, and like Montana, I think it is, and South Dakota State a little bit. Like, other than, otherwise, they have that whole northern region pretty much locked up as far as viewership and everything. So, everybody's watching their stuff. So, they don't really have to worry too much about money and things like that. But, I think at this point, if you're talking about divisions, somebody's going to have to drop out and somebody's going to have to be promoted. So everybody would have to agree to that unless they want to drop back to division two. And they don't want to do that, obviously. And that's where the problem is. I think think how many teams want to make that move once again. and, And this is kind of what has been talked about. If the NCAA does not run these two conferences. Yeah. The NCAA can still do their FBS. Right. Yeah. It'll be a lot less of money coming into those schools. I, but, and then all these other, like the Sugar Bowl, you're going to get renamed. And I'll guarantee you there will be an eight team playoff, mm-hmm. if not more. Yeah. And the, that's the rankings all of a sudden become very. The rankings tech, become they, null they and void. So, yeah. It comes Because all you're obsolete. doing is playing inner. Yeah. And then yeah, inter bowl games just, and then just like, like just, like the, just like the NFL. Yeah. yeah. One like year one year the bracket. the Big 10 East is taking on the the See, SEC the West. I, I never understood why they didn't come up with this 
a while ago because that just make it way more this interesting. Is, Everybody this is was... the colleges getting sick and tired of the NCAA profiting off of their money. Yeah, that makes sense. The colleges are they've been tired of this for a long time, and, and they finally were just like, I don't know what we can do. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't like. Came out with this and just decided to make this decision like a while ago. I'm so glad they've done it now. <laughs> oh, it's going to make this, Shadow. it's going to make college football Absolutely. insane. Well, and, and that's the other More thing chaos. too, like keep in mind if they go to those super conferences, like for football, yeah, that might be great, but then how does that affect everybody else? Like that's, that's the other thing we also have to keep in mind too. Well, basketball, basketball, like, not too much, but it's all the other like sports. Baseball, that, look, yeah. I'm, there's I'm a, ways of doing regions. Absolutely. Then. Absolutely. Yeah. Because everybody keep doesn't play. the Midwest play. and the East playing each other. Right. And they play against the SEC Midwest and East. Because like the Big Ten, like I don't know how many schools have a rowing team to compete with USC at this point. <laughs> That's. I'm but, not, but, I'm not but trying think, to make light of it. I'm just saying like. But think about this. For them, there's how no many, division. How many of those rowing teams are actually doing inner right. Pac-12 Absolutely. rowing competitions? Right. They're going to Harvard collegiate. And, they're yeah. going to collegiate rowing Right, they're going to the invitational like goals, things like that. Yeah, you it's, have yeah. your you have your Big Ten tournament, right? But mostly you're going to bigger tournaments where a lot of colleges are. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. It it'll be interesting. It's gonna get even crazier once Notre Dame decides what they're doing. Shout out to Kevin Warren, by the way, for starting all this madness, man. He for a guy that's what in his fourth year as the Big Ten commissioner, he's he's pulling off the works. Well, he's pulling it in. I look forward to more chaos from college football, but when we come back, well, boys, the Freddie Mercury mustache couldn't get him an all-star ballad. Shame. Yeah. We'll talk about it next here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. Some of them get to play ball, but not yeah. a lot of them. We're back here on SportsTownChicago.com. It's Blow the Whistle with your boys, Tyler. Ye old ball, ball and chain. Muter ball. <laughs> and Andrew Pepe, Pepe. Valentin. And David Double <laughs> God, we synced that in so well. That, sounded, was, that was nice. That was that nice. Was not it was planned. Beautiful. So it's time to talk a little White Sox, a little Cubs. We're gonna we're gonna we react to, to uh, unfortunately some All Star picks for for both teams. I don't even want to talk about yesterday's game with the Cubs. That was <laughs> god awful. I had to work it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to talk did, about it? Listen, <laughs> they were playing the Dodgers. What did oh, you expect? No, I mean it was. It was I'm surprised it was a close game. I was just. The first inning went an hour long. Holy God, it was insanity. His gripe isn't with the game, it's with the, like the time. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I had to work it. Because <laughs> at some point you're bummed. I'm sitting numb. there and it's like five o'clock and we're like, we're reaching the third inning. It's like, good Lord. <laughs> Started at 310. I don't know why that wasn't why you're killing me small. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, no, no let's, let's, let's yeah. continue. But we did have some players out. from... Both sides get all star ballots. Yep. Yep. And and are in fact all stars. Two starters and a backup. Yeah. yeah. For the Southsiders. Southsiders. We got the old uh, Tim Anderson there. Yep. 
with the lackluster congratulations from the locker room. <laughs> that was just sad. I, it was. It was. I mean, because I, I don't think it was more of just him. Like, they weren't excited for him. I think it was just, like how you said in your Killing Me Smells, David, just the whole organization, <laughs> what the whole organization is doing as a whole. And he even, like, you could tell his reaction, he didn't even feel it was as, as rewarding because of the White Sox. He's the only one that's going. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> there should have been like way Half more. That team should go easily. Easily should have gone. Not <laughs> because of their performance this year, right? Because their performances this year have been bad. But <laughs> yeah, that half that team should have been up for. And the fact that Dylan Cease got snubbed is a crime amongst humanity. It's painful because he had I, such a great start. He did. I would have expected him to be on that list. He should have been on that list in yeah. my eyes. Absolutely. But, I mean, you got to look three at Three pitchers? Three pitchers from the Yankees? <laughs> really? You got to look at it, though. It, gotta put, it puts in perspective of how the team's doing as Nasty a whole. Nasty Nestor, I get. Right. Garrett it Cole? Goes, I mean, it, go, it goes by of how your team's doing as well. That's how people put in these votes. I understand, Listen, but that's just how it is. You want me to be real with you? Go for it. Take Aaron Judge out of that out of that team. Where where are the Yankees sitting? Oh well, yeah. I think they're still a winning. I thought team, you meant, but they're not. I, thought, I believe they're, they're not a winning. winning team. I thought you meant 15, 20 wins down. I took yours totally wrong. I thought you said take Aaron Judge out of the All Star. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying no, that at I, all. No, no, that's my how my brain process it. But, yeah. but no, I get you what I mean. And then on the north side, you have uh, Ian Happ. Congratulations, Ian. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he's a reserve. He found out in the middle of the game yesterday. Yeah. That's he, became, cool. he got put on as a reserve. Yeah, no. I didn't get to hear it, but I guess he had like a great reaction. Like when uh, I guess Ross like told the whole dugout and it was very emotional and nice. And so I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. it should be. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they found, he found out like literally yesterday. And then, <sighs> Willie. of course, Big Willie. Big Willie style. I mean, actually, he's very li- cool for Willie. Yeah. His brother is also a starter. He is. Oh, that's right. Yep. He's going to be the DH. He that's right. I did see so about that. Is that the first time two brothers have made the all-star team? Uh, as far as I can tell, I think I, that is the first th- pair of brothers to that's make the all-star pretty cool. team. That is really cool. That's uh, that's so, And I know how emotional they got when they actually got to play against one another. You know, that was... You could see the emotion on each one of their faces. This is not a commercial break. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, not that, folks. No, <laughs> silly fingers, silly fingers. Um, you brought up Will- Wilson Contreras, and I mean the man just proved like made the All Star team. The Cubs need to pay him. They're not going to. I know, and you know they're, what the thing. You know what the worst part. Them. You know what the worst thing is. You know what the worst thing is. Painful. Zach Zaidman had an interview with him for the pregame, and he mentioned about. Like him wanting to stay in Chicago, and he's like, he was talking about how yeah, like he wants to be with the Cubs, and he got like so emotional, and I'm like, damn, this poor guy, he probably knows his ass is getting traded, and he wants to stay in the Cubs. Well, of course he does. I mean, he doesn't want to go anywhere at this point. But here's the thing: he's already said, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. That's the problem, right? And that that is what the the Cubs Cubs are, whether you want to admit it or not. And a lot don't. <laughs> There's a lot to rebuild. Yeah. They're, but there's pieces. Here's the, the thing. pieces. They're so stacked. If there's one thing that you can say about the Cubs, they are stacked at catcher. Yeah. Stacked. They are deep. 
I mean, catcher. Gomes has been playing very, really well, and then there's a couple guys in the minor leagues that they they got a, quite a few guys yeah. in the minor yeah. leagues to the point where they may have to think about possibly sending a few guys out to get more like better prospects at this point. Like, I'm not saying lose them all, but like oh, people no, are going to want after seeing, catchers. They need to fix that bullpen after oh, seeing yesterday's exactly. game. Oh my god! <laughs> so well, that's the thing is having those assets is going to help them out a lot I down mean, the line. For for ninety, I'd say ninety five percent this year more than any other has been bullpen suffering. The yeah, only and, and bullpen's actually up in their ERAs actually this year Steel, across the league. Steele and Thompson are the only ones that are like. I'm sold on. As far as starters? Yeah. Well, because they have oh, a future yeah. at least. I yeah, mean, every, but I mean like... Like Hendricks that, at this point, Hendrix I would is, try and... I try to trade him. I try... Yeah, that's the thing. I try and see what you can I, get. And listen, know, at, this at this point, fire sale. Seriously. I, I'm not I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying... By no. the way, just so everybody knows, uh, Shohei Otani is in the All-Star game as both a pitcher and a hitter. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Angels still have a losing record, though. I what? don't care! <laughs> is this the second year in a row in as a pitcher and hitter? No, no. I thought he was the first, the first time. He's oh, first year, he just made it in as a hitter last year. Oh, he wasn't in as a pitcher last no. year. No, oh, I was thinking he was. By the way, real quick, so the Contreras brothers are actually not the first group oh. of siblings. Uh, 1942-43, Morton Walker Cooper for the National League made it. Uh, 1947, Dixie and Harry Walker uh, made it for the National League. Dixie. Uh, yeah, I know. That's a 40s name. <laughs> uh, so probably people are like, who? Uh, yeah. 1949, you've got the DiMaggio brothers, Joe and Dom, oh, both okay. making it for the American League. And then Sandy Jr. and Roberto Alomar, both there made it in 1991, okay. Listen, I was, I was going to say, there's a pair there, I there, thought there, out there. Alomar's makes sense. Only four, so they join a pretty they're exclusive a, group. And they're both group. Well, I think I think both are probably doing a lot better than I think Dom DiMaggio was doing at that point. Like they're both. I would really I would well. say they're probably I would say they're right there with the Alamars. Absolutely, they're 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 the new Alamar brothers. So, but that being said, um, <sighs> talk white side. I listen. Here's here's my thing. Don't make me mad. <laughs> no, here's here's my thing. I know. I know. And everybody who laughed at me when I said I was putting money on. I actually did a parlay, by the way, <laughs> on Shohei Otani. I did individual tickets, and then I did a parlay. Yeah. Okay. For Cy Young, in his last seven starts, I believe it is, do you want to know what his ERA is? What is it now? Point two nine. Jeez. Yeah, it's Last down. seven starts? Last seven starts. Holy hell. If only they could copy him, like, four more times. <laughs> like, he yeah, is, no. Just but see, that's what every team needs. Every team needs what what David Ross calls a stopper. Uh huh. If you're on a losing streak, you know if this guy comes up, he's going to do everything that he can to stop that losing streak. He's your ace. He's your he's ace. ace. Uh, and that's part of the problem with the White Sox right now. They don't have one. As of this no. point right now, according to ESPN's Cy Young predictor, uh, it is looking like Jason Dustin Verlander is right now leading the charge. Uh, He's got below the, him is Clay Holmes. What are the uh, odds on those? Uh, I don't have the odds exactly. I'll tell you that. this much. Did wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's it's giving, Gomes. What? No, you, Clay Holmes. Holmes for the for the Yankees. Yeah, Man, and then it's uh, Shane McClanahan. There you go from Tampa. Framder Valdez, who's been pitching really well for them. Lately. All right. Uh, then it's Logan Gilbert from Seattle, who's ten and three. Yes. For those who don't know, Seattle's, Quiet. Seattle's quietly being good. No, no, no. no. 
Here's an even bigger one. I know they're sneaky. Baltimore, yeah, is quietly <laughs> eight in a row. Eight in a row. Eight in a row. Um, that's, for the the, that's for the American League, for the National League right now. Uh, Tony Gonzalez right now leads for the Dodgers because he's eleven and zero. Yeah, he's crazy. But good. I don't think he's the best pitcher in the National League. No, 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 no. He's not. I, he's only got eighty strikeouts. Keep that in mind. Like he's been the best, like ground. I think he's probably one of the best ground ball pitchers I'd seen yeah, thus far. I would say that. Uh, Sandy, I'm gonna Al uh, Alcantara. Al Jesus, I am so sorry. He, I think right now, not only do I think he's the best pitcher in the National League, I also think he's gonna be the best trade bait Miami has if they're gonna trade him. If, I would say don't, but if they are, listen, it's gonna cost you a lot. Here's the whole problem with Alcantara's. Alcantara. Alcantara. Yeah. Sorry. You're good. It's okay. I don't have the name in front of me. It's so better than it's better than Alcantara. The, there you go. The tag along. Tag a violin. <laughs> tag a violin. She <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> um. Go ahead though. Sandy. Miami's not going to pay for him. No. That's when just he how is they a free roll. agent, especially with new ownership too. So get what you can while you can because he is pitching lights out right now. Absolutely. And then after that, it's Corbin Burns, Tyler uh, from Milwaukee, Tyler Johnson from the Dodgers, and Max Fried is actually in the fu- in that top five too. I'm curious. He's been doing well. What were the odds that you put on the Shohei ticket? The sh- when I, 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 I try to do that for prop it up I'll for tell you right Cody now, He's Decker. not even on the top 10 list on this one. I know. He was like 45. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's... It, See, I, I, I put that. You know, why not put it now? Right. That MVP and him being the home oh run leader God. in the AL is a parlay. You put all that in? Put like five on it. Oh. Dude, it pays. I mean, that's, that's, if that pays off, that pays huge. off? Holy hell. <laughs> and he's not far off from Wait, doing okay, it. I, that, okay, now what was the odds for that whole parlay? I want to know. I want to uh, see what your payout would be. I think it was 550. Good God. <laughs> I'm gonna do math. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, only five fifty? Yeah. Or like fifty five? No. Oh. Five fifty to one. I'm I'm way off. That, I'm that, not... That's almost a three thousand dollar pay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Oh. On a five dollar that's that's great. That's, that's what I'm easy saying. Money. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You put a little slice of pizza money on it. Now, <laughs> now if this pays out, are you taking us to dinner? I will we will go Fogo de Chow. Fogo to chat. Oh, yeah. We will go Let's go, Fogo. Shohei. I'm so hungry now. Do you know what? Hey, I'm starving. I've been you know so hungry. One of the games that you and I didn't go to, guess who hit a home run? Oh, no. Are you serious? God damn. I, I literally got a text from Tim. Cosmel just went deep. <laughs> last game, I mean, last game we worked together because I haven't been to a game in a while. He he kept saying if Cos hits a home run here, he's buying me and Timmy <laughs> at Fogo de Chow. I said I'll take Did you guys. Have to of course, uh, happens. Painful, painful. <sighs> but that's fun. let's move on to second half. What? Yeah. What do you want to see from the Cubs in the second half? <sighs> it's, I mean. I don't know, man. I mean, there's nothing you can really because see. Because they haven't, let, let's be honest, they, they fix- haven't been playing horribly. I mean, if you look at it, the Dodgers, probably the best team in the league right now. I would, I would debate that. One, like up there, I would say. I'd say they've top been, five. They've yeah. been in it with LA that whole entire series. I was quite surprised. But, I mean, and they took the last, like aside from the Dodgers, before then, they took the last four series. So, I mean, mm-hmm. they're hitting the ball. Yeah. And... When Steele and Thompson's in there, 
I have confidence that they could um the Cubs could win that game because they are I love them too. I mean, Nico Horner two. is playing out of his mind. Right Horner's now. playing out of his mind. Wisdom's having Wisdom's a decent playing great year. Suzuki's back and he's starting to play. Ian Happ's playing really well, taking a step forward. Which I, my personal opinion, I think Ian Happ, if in the right frame of mind, because I've always thought it was a mental thing for Ian Happ, mm-hmm. not a talent thing. Yeah. yeah. Ian Happ could be a guy that you could build around. He easily could be the could new clubhouse be. leader. I mean, he, he's the way he talks and that. speaks. Yeah, he absolutely. By the, the way, Anthony Rizzo, <laughs> whoever the hitting coach is for Philadelphia, thank you <laughs> for finding whatever hole Schwarber had in his swing and fixing it. I know that hurt. That hurts. Ditto. Oh, Ditto. he looks gorgeous. He does. It does. Baby Bambino is Baby Bambinoing all over Philly. Could have been you, Chicago. I yeah. said that's yeah, the one, one guy them. that I thought they should resign. I thought they would. I thought they would. I thought it was they're ironically broke. the two broke, the two that I thought Rizzo and Schwartz that was the two to stay are flipping lights out. Well, they're just so broke. Rizzo Rizzo's playing damn good still. Let's. Yeah. He's still playing. Uh, Rizzo for me is an asterisk. Still playing good. I mean, he's playing good. He's because playing he's got in the a, short porch. If you if you well, look, yeah. if you look at what's around him, he's got a quite a nice safety net between him. Well, yeah, in the outfield. And, and I already told the, I already told the Yankees fans when he went down, he he's had a little back tightness. I went, and so it begins, yep. Yankee fans. <laughs> he just went. Oh. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, and everyone went, oh, no. <laughs> he starts right, because it'll go through that clubhouse now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Judge will be the next one. Who, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my back. That happens, that team crumbles. I don't know if they crumble, but they'll fall. They'll fall, yeah. They'll lose a handful of games. They yeah. may go on a losing streak. What uh, about you? What are you looking for from the White Sox? I'm a fire LaRusa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Because he's gone after this year. He has he, to be. He's gone Jerry after cannot this year. Find any I think reason it's going to repeat like regular, like like the, the past few years of Chicago fan bases. Fire Garpax, gone. Fire Nagy, gone. Now this is the fire LaRusa. It's just going to happen. I think at this point, unfortunately, it may even cost you Greg Hahn, but if it means that. I don't, ne- I don't necessarily think Greg Hong deserves to be. He doesn't, but I feel like Look Jerry at- will find every reason to say, if LaRusse is gone, then we have to get rid of the well, manager, then we have to get rid of these people. And of course, because Jerry's wa- buddies with LaRusse. That's he, like, the problem that's, here. Yeah. Jerry Reinsdorf brings in people who are so loyal to him to a fault. You can be loyal to a person, but how often do you, I mean, people always say doing business with family and friends at times can sometimes even turn on you because obviously there are times where it can kind of go sideways, i.e. right now. Kenny Williams is supposed to be like best friends with Jerry Reinsdorf, one of his closest allies as a former player, kind of turned into a GM. Great what you did in 2005. Should have just went to Toronto and did his thing and moved on from him because now he's not saying anything. And at this point, Larusa, you brought him back forty years too late. At this point, I mean, if if yes, Hawk fired him. Okay, now you have to what? Say, oh, we have to repent for our sins. No, no, you just move on to the next manager because Greg Hahn wanted AJ Hinch, but of course, what Jerry wants, Jerry's money, so Jerry gets, right. and that's the problem. 
So I unfortunately I think this will cost everybody their job except for who Jerry's really good buddies with, which at this point Larusa will be cast aside as like the oh we'll feed him you know the guy that we can throw under the bus while Kenny Williams will be stuck at the top still with him. So bad decisions will still be getting made left over right. I'm sorry I'm going on and you're killing me small straight right now. No, I got a question for you then. Yeah, Larusa gets fired. Mm-hmm. Who do you want? I know who I want. I want AJ. Hey, I want, yes! uh, listen, I know when we talked with Cody about that, possibly getting in AJ as as a manager, obviously he doesn't have a lot of experience, but neither did David Ross. Right. And catchers oftentimes, and more than anything, make the best managers. I don't think Ross reason. gets enough credit for how good that He's did a great that job Cubs, managing that team. That Cubs team is playing. I agree. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was never expecting them to be as good as, I mean, not good, but playing as well. As they should be. They played a lot better than they should have. Exactly. Second exactly. half last year. Yeah. They were very, very were. fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. They were really good to watch. So I'm I'm hoping that AJ could be the problem is obviously Jerry has a few issues with AJ. Kenny has a lot of issues with AJ. And I don't know how that if, if that's he going to work. He brought you a World Series. What that's more? the thing. It's like you guys work. He worked as a player, but for some reason, I think he criticized. I think he doesn't like AJ because AJ is obviously very critical of what has happened with the White Sox when Robin Ventura was the manager. Yeah, which is totally you, it should have happened. But he's mad at I think AJ because of the fact that he that's was critical. What AJ gets is, paid for? Exactly. You can't be mad at a guy for giving his opinion. So what? And that might make your best manager a guy that's critical. Yeah, that helps a lot. Sorry, Tyler. No, no, no. I was just gonna say it. They bring in AJ. Do they keep like most of that roster? Or oh, that roster isn't going roster's, anywhere. The, the, that roster shouldn't. Will be all smiles. Are you kidding me? That it roster shouldn't. won't go anywhere. I the only one that may leave would probably be Lance Lynn. I would. Well, mm-hmm. even Lance Lynn. I don't know. Lance Lynn has some decent respect for him. I would say Grandal might be a guy that I would see want to go at this point. I know he's good for the clubhouse, but. It's the it's the batting average and all that stuff that's just it's starting to wear on like him. Garcia's got to go. Larry, Larry, I love you, but you got to go, buddy. You you've been doing terrible at this point. I think what they need to start doing is funneling in these guys like Meeker Adolfo and obviously Burger, Burger, mm-hmm. yeah. more more Jake Burger. Please get she's she's both those guys shot. have been playing well. He had a shot and this last game. They played with discipline. If you watch, they were so good at the plate. Plate discipline was amazing. They took walks. They took balls. I want Cespedes in the lineup. I want that kid Colas coached up. I want all those youngsters in there. By the way, can can we just give a quick shout out to old man Johnny Cueto? Keep Cueto. My man. Cueto, man. My man. Quality Eight innings. Yeah. Zero runs, baby. <laughs> I was like, I almost gave him my MVP today. Really? And they all <laughs> laughed at me, and I was like, what? <laughs> it's More. Johnny God-loving Cueto, baby. Listen, I'll take that over Tanner Banks or, you know, Fry or any of those guys at this point. I mean, or, you know what, Ryan Burr. I know the White Sox did him. I'm sorry, Ryan Burr. I know that the White Sox did you a little dirty with the doctors thing and all that. Do you they, were bad. Do they go out and get themselves a legitimate ace in the offseason? I think so. If none of these guys, if, if Kopech doesn't start to develop soon, if Lopez doesn't start to take the next steps, if they're not sure what's going to happen or with Giolito. Or cease your ace. I would say right now he's probably your best pitcher in that in that rotation. Yeah, right now. Right but now I would, would say. Would you consider him an ace? Not really. Call him a number two, maybe number three. I call him a legit two. 
Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think a two or I only say three because let's say Lance Lynn does stick around. I would say he'd probably still be maybe the three guy, or maybe you do bump him up to the two. But right now, I don't know where Giolito's at. I know he's not he's not done bad, but I don't know where if he wants to stay or not. And that's the thing. I, he wants to win. And honestly, I think Max Fried is probably in his ear. Oh, that'd be nice. I think he's in. Max Fried. Max Fried is one of those guys that no one... <laughs> No one <laughs> talks about really, no. but is just a beast. I can't confirm that, but I've heard through the grapevine of my Atlanta sources from baseball that Max Freed is having some conversation with Giolito about, you know, we should hang out sometime. Maybe we should go on vacation together. <laughs> come come to Chicago. You know, that whole little, we'll take you to Portillo's. Portillos. Yeah. It's, it's that whole little group of theirs that are all, I guess, talking about they're going to go on vacation or something. So... We could see their little high school band get back together, which would be nuts. That would be nuts if they did. So, All right. Well, that's going to do it for the baseball talk. When we come back, overreaction to summer league time. <laughs> Here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not. I can't hear it, so <laughs> I don't know yes, where the. I know. Thank you again. Shout out to David, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Here we go. Hold on. One sec. There you go. <laughs> All right. Now I can. Now I can talk. <laughs> Welcome back to SportsTownChicago.com. This is Blow the Whistle. I'm here with my boys, Tyler Buterball, Andrew Valentin. I'm David Dykstra, and we are about to overreact to some summer league play, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, the question that I have for our beautiful listeners, both on SportsTownChicago.com and our listeners from the Under the Hood podcast, New and reoccurring. Are you buying in to some of these summer league? How would you put it? Uh, Achievements. Yeah. Yeah. Playing. Yeah. Right. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at blow whistle one. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E one. Tyler, I'm going to you first. I mean, it's nice to see of what like to see what this young talent can do. I it's it it's a totally different ball game when you're in the like out of the summer league and in like the main part of the NBA. But I mean, it's it's nice yeah. to see because I mean, seeing Marco Simonovic is nice to see because I mean we've seen him for the past season or two with the I was telling Windy City Bulls. I was the, telling Andrew yes. That this is the first time I've watched a summer league Bulls team that looks like they're having an absolute blast playing together. They, they look like they're having a lot of fun. Like I'm mm. loving to see the energy uh, that Terry, the rook, the the rookie, is bringing. I do mean, you want to do you want to tell him what you told me about Terry? Yeah. So if anybody out there is wondering how this has been going for the Bulls, obviously, what has been reported is that apparently Dallin Terry. And Patrick Williams are going at it against one another. Galantari hit a three over him, and he's like, you don't want none of this. And then apparently Patrick Williams dunked it right on him, (laughs) swinging into himself, and he's like, take that, 
And, and I did. I did hear about that. And see, I love that. Yes, he's already clicking in with the the current guys. Iron sharpens iron, boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So working. That, that's what I love about that. That he's he's already bringing in this competition with them. I, I initially I was a little confused by the pick because I was like I didn't really hear much about him. But then later reading into, it, I guess he was a big sleeper. Did you we'll see, see the highlights? Oh yeah, the kid jumps off the screen. He's, he's got athleticism. He's for very days. athletic and. Like, he's a great all-around guy. Like, I mean, he's not going to, like, he even said it in a post-game interview in Vegas that he's not one that's going to, like, he's okay with not having to put up, like, putting up 20, 30 points a night. I mean, he will if he needs, if he does. But he's he want, he knows that he wants to be the role guy that they need him to be, and that's using his seven foot one wingspan <laughs> and, like, playing, like, defense. That's what he's doing. And who's the free agent kid that everybody's talking about? Justin too? Lewis. So this kid had... Oh, the right, kid from Marquette? Yes, the yeah. kid from Marquette. He's been playing really tough. He's been playing pretty well. I mean, he's not putting up giant numbers, obviously. Yeah. But seven and a half points, three and a half rebounds on defense, four rebounds total. I mean, he's got about a steal a game. Granted, they've only played about two games at this point. But he's been he's been showing himself to be a player that... Give him a little bit of time. Give him a little bit of work. Give him the minutes. I think he can be somebody. He's a big body that you can throw out there that's not afraid either. He's so what, working in the gym. Definitely was an ugly game against New York So what yesterday. Andrew's yes. saying is, get ready, Windy City Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I don't want to hack his name again. The mm-hmm. center that's playing in the, G, or in the summer league. Simonovic. Simonovic. Marco Simonovic. He's gained another I, I wanna, big thing. I want to ask you both something. Yeah. How would you feel about Simonovic at five and Vooch at four? I mean, they're interchangeable, honestly. They're- he it could be I would he's taller than Vooch, because Vooch is about measuring at seven. And yeah. if you look at him next side by Simonovic side, he's got like a good like an extra inch. He's got like a good <laughs> couple inches on him, and he gained like twenty five pounds in muscle. He's got abs, so he's. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds odd. Dude's got. I'm he's just got saying, a new man crush. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> it it has been Andrew's man crush. I'll freely admit that for <laughs> Andrew. Andrew's been talking about him for the I last was, year I and a half. A lot. Well, they got they drafted him years ago, and so yeah. he's been a he's been a work in progress. He's but the I mean, same draft he's still as young. Williams, yeah. So. So, I mean, he's still a work in progress. But, I mean, I think, I mean. Do you I think, think he's on the team this year? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. He, I think, he's on the roster this year. If not anything, just to be like, what can he do? And I got to say, if he turns out to be what they were talking about him, like, mm-hmm. early on, this would be a hell of a gamble by Chicago by not going out and spending, like, all extra money to get, like, <laughs> or four first round picks. Right. <laughs> well, they're talking to, about the potential of cutting Tony Bradley, obviously. Yeah, heard about that. I'm sorry. He's I'm okay useless with that. at this point. I'm, yeah, okay, I'm okay with exactly. that. Exactly. And then they're talking about, not obviously. As, not as bad as Felicio. Right. <laughs> God, don't remind me. <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> but they're talking about cutting him and then adding in and like another shooter. And obviously the whole talk has been about, well, what about Melo? Because obviously Carmelo Anthony, you're talking about vet minimum, cheap kind of thing. For what he does coming off the bench, I'm not opposed to it. Obviously, he would put butts in the seats, too. It's yeah. Carmelo Anthony, for God's sakes, right. in a Chicago Bulls Melo uniform. ain't leaving LeBron's side. I, that's the thing, though, is I that mean, right I now, he's a, free, well, he's a free agent right now, so he can go to the highest bidder at this point, whoever wants him. 
I just don't know if the Bulls are going to be willing to pull that move considering there are still other options that they could possibly go with that will add shooting. It would be cool. Yeah, exactly. It'd be cool. I okay. mean, if they can get it, like you said, for the vet minimum. Right, yes. <laughs> okay. It looks good on paper, but so then I mean, it could a- also help right. like, an extra shooter. Let me ask you guys about some of the other players that have quote-unquote jumped off the screen in the summer league. Sure. Anyone who wants the to question the, stick. the fact... <laughs> Of Paolo Bancaro being the number one overall pick. Have you watched any of his games? He's playing. He's playing like a number <laughs> one Phenomenal. pick. He's nasty. He's playing like a... He and Jay... Holmgren? Holmgren? How you say Holmgren? The fact he that needs people, to put up some damn weight. The, the fact that people were going God. insane over the fact that he posterized Taco Fall is absolutely ridiculous. I saw Taco Fall in person. He's nothing impressive. I'm I sorry. love Taco Fall. Don't get me wrong. He's fantastic, but he's Taco not is that one great. of my favorite Taco players. Is big and tall. <coughs> if somebody would actually work with him with like say a Kareem or yeah. he could be a freak of nature. Absolutely. He could you teach be seven, that, six. You teach that guy how to do a hook shot, who's going to block it? Nobody. Right. There's, he's the tallest guy in the NBA. He right should now. be. He should be averaging twenty and twenty easily. Easily, but he's just so feet, damn slow. His feet are just he's super just slow. Not that coordinated. It's like you yeah, duct tape bricks to your feet. That's I, how he is running. But and I jumping. love. I love. To, but them. Everyone getting so excited over the points that he put up, and then doing the poster on Taco. I was. Did, if you see, if you, do you saw, realize, do you realize that's not that's right. not Djokovic? Well, that's not like. No. No. If you saw, I forgot it was. Uh, You're not going to do that to AD, even right. if he is who paper did, mache. Who did Memphis draft? Uh, Memphis drafted. I've, I'm forgetting because he now. was playing yeah. up against Chet, and Chet was getting absolutely bullied by him. Yeah, and the guys, the he, guy's big, but he's not that big. So I mean, you're talking about this little twig up against, like you said, Jokic or AD. AD. Oh, he's going to get manhandled. It's it's gonna it's gonna prove the difference of from men to boys. Yeah. So Chet Hogan went from like twenty three points, was like four for six from three, had all these rebounds and like five blocks or whatever, and then all of a sudden against Memphis he had was like eleven points. It was one for five from three, and he had like two blocks or something like that. Well, so and, and it was a complete difference once he played against he, a playoff team. Here's here's the other one. He goes up against the main team from Memphis. He's going up against Stephen Adams. Yeah, he's screwed. Right. Steven Adams will toss him around like a rag doll. Steven Adams is a bully. That's what he He's, does. Yeah. He, he bullies guys around. Oh, God. Think about him and Draymond. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, that'd be fun to watch. That'd be fun. I mean, listen, the one thing I'll say for Holmgren is that he's lucky enough that he's on a team that kind of protects him a little bit. Yeah. It's out of the way. It's in Oklahoma City. It's like, well, who cares? He's got Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Josh Giddy who have clearly proven they can play. I mean, Gilgis-Alexander is an incredible guard. I'm sorry. And at the, <laughs> no, no, just oh I, yeah. When you brought up Josh Giddy, just seeing Holmgren and Giddy like standing next to each other, oh, yeah. you'd think you like you walked into a frat house. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but like but, no, those those guys like will help. He's in a place where he can grow, he can get bigger, he can work on his weight, and there's not going to be high expectation because this Oklahoma City team is like young. Like they're it's probably one of the younger teams out really there right young. now. Because I didn't realize Shaquille Alexander's only twenty three. 
You yeah. forget that he's that young. Like he's not been in the league all that long, and he's still one of the better players out there. I wanna, so I want to know what how old the oldest player is on that team. It's beyond young. I, I know that. I have to imagine they have to be like twenty eight. Well, I know at this point. I know last season their average age was younger than the average age of the Sooners basketball team. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is insane. It was uh, ridiculous. Yes, just so everybody knows, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies they drafted. Uh, it was Walker Kessler. Yeah, he has, well, he has since been traded. We have to keep in mind to uh, Minnesota. Who the hell so, was it? That, that, um, I, 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 it's it's one of their I think un unsung rookies, if you will, undrafted oh, guys. Oh yeah, he was bullying. But yeah, he got hungry. he got knocked around. Obviously, I will say of all the guys that I'm seeing produce as far. Man, it breaks my heart because he's in Utah, but he's leading the summer league right now in rebounds. Kofi is killing oh. it. Kofi is grabbing every board you can get. Wow. He's not putting up a lot of points, but he's that's, being that that's big okay. that can defend and rebound. But see, once again, what does it Utah hurts. need? What does Utah? What, right. what was Rudy yeah. Gobert? It was defense, rebounds and defense, yeah. defense and rebounds. We don't need you to score. And they got now they have. They got Kofi and they've got Walker Kessler. They've got the walking blocking machine from Auburn and Kessler. And now they've got the Illini, the, the leaning tower of Illini in, in, in Vegas right now. And they're both blocking shots together. They're going to call. Thanks them. a lot. They can be the twin mountains. You know, still get Kofi. We just have to pay for his contract. It's not that hard, folks. No. They still he, bring him in. I was surprised Chicago didn't. After he went undrafted. You know, may I maybe there's just just the fact of I mean one. He's Io, why why you leave your boy out in the cold yeah. like that, man? Oh, man. You, you said you were gonna talk to him. What's up? You said you'd do that for me. <laughs> uh, I will say I, I now want to get on it, but obviously I heard that scouts I were a little bit less than impressed. I guess with his combine, it sounds yeah, he like. had so, a horrible combine. Yeah, so unfortunately, but I, listen, this this summer league obviously a lot of people are like, who cares? But at the same time. We're getting a really good look at potentially some of these up-and-coming stars, and there's a couple of guys out here that are really stepping up, starting to prove themselves. I mean, Jaden Hardy looked pretty good. Quentin Grimes has looked really good. There's there's some studs here. Even Keegan Murray, as much as we gave the Kings possible stuff for not getting Ivy, who is another one that's doing great things. <laughs> the Murray, Murray and Ivy right now are proving the Big Ten's basketball might be back on top, folks. So, I, I, This is from... We were talking about this earlier, like mm-hmm. a, like an hour ago. I wouldn't put down the possibility of Garoppolo to Seattle. Yeah, they. Oh, they're just a doing it's just trade rumors. Diff- but oh, okay. Seahawks, it just says Seattle Seahawks has done its film work. Garoppolo, Seattle has done its film, film work. work. I don't know exactly what that means. That means they just watched his film. Yeah, that that that, no. that just means that they're kind and, of like we think he looks impressive. And just getting back really quick to our last segment. Hmm. Mm. Pete Alfonso has confirmed. Oh, yeah. For Pete on the way, baby. Who's Pete Alfonso? Alonzo. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Alonzo. Yeah, like, t- tag along. Violin. I always call him Alfonso. <laughs> Do you? All the time. <laughs> yeah, and that's fair, though, because if you don't, if you look at it quickly, you can look at it. As Pete Alonzo's Pete going Alonzo. for the for Pete. I love, I, oh, White Sox, please, please. Bring Petey. Bring Petey to the For south side. I just want another bat. And I want you, his fun. Listen. I want his, another bat and I want his fun. You have enough He's bats. so much fun. And the Mets are garbage. He's going to lose this year. He's going to lose that home run derby this year. And not. it's going to be... Dish- <laughs> he won't lose it. 
Otani. It's gonna be to Otani. No. Otani was embarrassed. His whole country no. was embarrassed. Andrew, last we year. want Otani. We get a nice steak. Yeah, but the home run derby doesn't count for. Yeah, that doesn't count for home runs. That doesn't count for anything oh, on his bets. I'm That's sorry. Right. Yeah, I was thinking. I'm, I'm thinking you put a ticket in for Listen, uh, no. derby I'll winner. I want Otani on the regular season on the home run derby. I want Alonzo all the way. Uh, that being said, Suzuki. Here comes Seiya. <laughs> do you does anybody put much stock into summer league? I would a little bit at least, just because it's it's a first glance at these guys, and it's a chance for them to all get to know each other, right? Because when you think about like Oklahoma City, right, they've got three rookies that are out there, plus a handful of other guys that they're going to be playing probably on their you know, G League team. So it's a chance for them to kind of build chemistry, see what's out there. It's not so much for the first round picks, obviously. Yeah. This is mostly for the later, I would say later first round picks who might not make the team right away to the second round picks, to the undrafted guys. This is your chance to shine. Show us what you can do. I mean, right now you've got Moses Moody who leads the league right now in scoring with 34 points from one game played with Golden State, yeah. mind you. So they're looking at that right now going, well, there might be a fourth Splash Brother, maybe. I mean, who knows? Maybe we've got is more. Wiseman playing? Or Wiseman he, actually or looks. He his... He's playing right now. Okay, I thought so. And he looks really good. Like, he looks like he's no I longer ex- injured. I was Listen, excited for him. That's the sick part of that. Yeah. They, they didn't have him. They won that title without Wiseman last right. year. Well, he comes back healthy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they this, tra- is, this is, and, and I'll say this right now. I'll make a prediction right now. This is the last year you're going to see Clay Tom. Thompson, Clay Thompson. In, in, a, in a Golden State uniform. Uh, from what I've heard, they're willing to move off of. He's I've not happy. I've heard that there is rumors that Golden State might be interested to bring Kevin Durant back. Please, God, no, don't do that. They, I like this team that they, they, they have. If they did, it's going to cost them, it sounds like, either Draymond or Clay, possibly. It, it's going to cost them I, They lot. would happily send Clay. I think so too. Yeah. Clay, Clay hates think, being there right now. I think they would send Clay, probably, be, probably James Wiseman and like a bunch of picks and just be like, okay, we're good. Because key, because obviously Looney proved he can play center. Yeah. So imagine having Looney stand the, here. Imagine Looney at the four, Wiseman at the five. Oh God. God. All right. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. Why is Golden State gonna be so good? On on to some uh, more relaxing topic for now. <laughs> We are about to enter the Scottish zone, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, we talk the open here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Welcome back to the Scottish lands of fjord. That's right. We're here to talk the open it's kind and of blow sounds, the whistle. It sounds like a, so, like, a, like a very soothing commercial. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> SportsTownChicago.com <laughs> I don't know why, but I can do I a can't. Scottish accent way better than I can do an Irish accent. I was going to say, I was like, is it starting to mix? And I was like, no, he's staying on point. So um, I was just going to say, did you know that Scotland's uh, flower is the thistle? Uh, just for everybody out there, it is a weed. 
if you're wondering. I love which it. Which was almost going to be one of my... Uh, like a weed that you got to pull out of your it's yard? A, it's, or found, it's actually funny. A or a smoking weed. A thistle weed. is a weed that you find in the rose garden, which is the rose is the flower of England. And it huh. apparently kills the, <laughs> kills the roses. <laughs> so... Okay. I can see why Skyline made it. Their <laughs> makes power. total sense, <laughs> man. <laughs> Which was going to be one of my You're Killing Me Smalls just real quick because there's a team in there, Partick and Thistle, in Scotland. They just made their jerseys their mascot, and it is horrifying. It is the face of their mascot on there, which is like an evil son smiling. It's supposed to be the Thistle as their mascot. And it just looks disgusting. <laughs> it is the weirdest. I'm. It's like yellow and red and blue. It's weird. So I'm That's say. a weird mixture yeah, of colors. Well, why we got somebody who has to take off. You yeah. know, life has its issues. So good old work, guys. That's what I have. It's to been do. fun, man. Absolutely. We had a blast. And now Andrew and I will take it home. Yeah, I know. I wasn't supposed to go to work in today, but then someone's taking my Friday. I'm like, I would rather have Friday than Monday off. <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't? I hear that. It's a, it was a no brainer. Who wouldn't? Especially oh. when they switched my shift for Friday. All right, man. Drive safe. Will do. We'll you guys have a great well. rest of the show and. uh Peace out, people. Ye old ball and chain is out, ladies and gentlemen. So we are here to talk about the Open. No yes. longer called the British Open. No, they call it the Open, which the I kind Open. of like. Yeah, it's a nice it's twist. It's the OG. Yeah. It's the OG, so it's it deserves... one around. It deserves it. Deserves it. Mm-hmm. This year, at the oldest golf course <laughs> in the world, St. Andrews in Scotland. Yeah. We have to talk live for a second. Did we do? Did you see that they flew in on their own private jet? Did you see that thing? It wasn't a jet. <laughs> it wasn't a private jet. This this was. <laughs> that's not a plane. That's a hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this was Emerald Emirates. The Emirates Airlines. Yeah, the, the Arab Emirates uh, line. Yes, Air, Arab, Arab Emirates. Arab yes. Emirates. <laughs> and they just bought one and was like, "We'll use this." Yes. <laughs> Must be nice to be the prince. <laughs> and then, you know, they show up there kind of showing off the fact that they landed in a private jet. Yes. Uh, George, or George, geez, Louise, Greg wow. Norman, not allowed at the festivities. No, he's, uh, he's been barred. Which I don't necessarily disagree with. Yeah, well, he's only going to be a distraction at that point. I mean, let's be honest. And he, how many of those old school guys are going to want to punch him in his throat? <laughs> well, Jack Nicholas is supposed to be there, and he's been very not outspoken on this, but he's been pretty adamant as like he's not supporting this at all and doesn't think that Greg Norman has made the right decision. That that was just from a small article I had seen when asking about these guys. Greg when, Norman or uh, Nick Jack. Yeah, you got Nick Faldo. Like these Nick old Faldo hates this. The the old school guys yeah. that have won the British Open. Guys that have played with him, all kinds of stuff. I'm telling you, we'll throat chop him <laughs> if they see him. Well, I what was it? Somebody. He's not a golfer, but somebody was saying somebody was asked about it, and he went, "Arnold Palmer would be rolling over in his grave." And oh, I was like, absolutely. Oh, geez, that one. The there was. There's a 45 or 46 year old guy that got asked to play on the lift tour. And he said, yes. Mm -hmm. And he said, listen, he's been the most honest about it. This was a money move for me. Yeah. This had nothing to do with politics. This has nothing to do with, I've been on the tour X amount of years. Right. It's less travel. It's less this, it's less that. And I'm going to get paid every time I play. Absolutely. How can you pass that up when you've been, it was money for him. Through. So I respect that aspect. Absolutely. Of it. That being said, it is 
the Open. There is a lot of talk about this being Tiger's last big hurrah mm-hmm. because he loves this course. Do you have Tiger having a shot? I think so. Really? I, okay. I, I think there's a good... He's sixty to one, which seems to be like his thing now. He's he was forty to one. This is it, this is per CBS now, mind you. CBS the, the book that I looked at had mm-hmm. him at had had him at forty to one. Okay, so yeah, so I, I because he knows the course and we've seen him take control of this thing before. Like he is not afraid to come at St Andrews and attack this thing. He 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 goes out there for the kill. Now he's obviously older, Tiger. We've seen the injuries. He's hobbling around now a lot more than we thought he probably would be. So I don't I don't know if it'll be close, but I think he's got at least a decent shot to make the cut. I think the undulations of the first two majors that he played in, yeah, especially, like, people don't realize when they watch on TV how hilly and awkward stance-esque Augusta is. Right. And it truly puts your legs in positions that, God doesn't intend them to be <laughs> yes. when you're hitting a golf ball. So that's seen those sand traps and those hills yeah, that did a number on them. Yeah. And then being at the PGA, he played great for the first two rounds, but uh-huh. you could, you could f- physically tell after that third round. They, was, I literally, I literally said tigers pulling out of this tournament. I mean, that I, I thought he was going to ask for a golf cart at some point. The moment, the moment he said he needs to go and talk with his team, I'm like, he's pulling out of this tournament. Yeah. That being said, St. Andrews is different. Absolutely. St. Andrews is, it has its peaks and valleys, but nowhere near. No, I mean what it, you're looking at at Augusta. I mean, or, we're talking over hundreds of years of of just being a natural land, really. Yeah, it's a lynx course. course. It, it's so. flat. It's open, and the right. wind and the sand traps and the the, the wheat that grows. <laughs> Always forget about that. <laughs> On in like in the grass. Yeah, just that's what you have to look out for there. Is there anybody from the Live Tour that you give a shot here? Uh, DJ. I think DJ probably is one guy that I think could have some success here. Um, Brooks has come out and said that this is the British Open that he wants to win. Yeah. At St. Andrews. Brooks is, I I heard that. So I think Brooks, because he's a competitor, he's going to go out there to try and be at his best. So I think he's another one that, I mean, out of those are obviously the two big I'll names. Give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a sleeper mm. out of the live tour. Ooh. Think about, think about this. There okay. have been guys that have overpowered St. Andrews. Okay. Because it is so wide open. Of course. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. If that wind doesn't kick up as bad as it usually does. Mm-hmm. And the weather's decent, which it's supposed to rain on Friday, so you just never know. <laughs> yeah. Rain doesn't bother me. The wind at Augusta or at St. Andrews yeah. is what kills people because they're so high up, and those high velocity winds go sweeping. Well, through. and they're right on the coast, right? Exactly. So they, it comes right on. So, so double that, whatever you think yeah. it is out there. <laughs> that being said, if Bryson can overpower. This course, yeah. he has a great chance to win this. If he can just apply a little bit more finesse after he just bombs it, 
if he just like applies, just pulls back like just a smidge, and just just a skosh to use just your word, skosh, and just plays a little bit more with a little bit more finesse when it's coming down to being at the hole, I think he can easily come on top of this thing. But I, the problem a, is that he wants to dominate all the time, and that's the problem. You can't just keep on crushing it. Sometimes you have to play a little bit more. Of the this is a game. course where you can get away with that. True. Tiger did it yeah. when he was at St. Andrews, and I'll give you one that did it, and no one ever thought he would win another major in his entire life, and that was John Daly. John Daly came sure. out of nowhere to win that British he did, Open. He did bomb that sucker a lot. <laughs> and, and that's and it's that's kind of the, needed, too, like you said, with the high winds. That's the thing. If he can overpower it, Bryson could be there in that last day, and you just never know what will happen in the last day of any major tournament. God, please let it be him and Kapka. Oh, that'd be that'd fantastic. Be <laughs> in the final group. That'd be such a great oh. storyline. Uh, other than that, see, to me, St. Andrews and the British Open are always very difficult to just say, because you just never know who's going to play well on a Lynx course. Right. Cantlay had a great showing at the Scottish Open. Mm -hmm. Xander Shoffley had a, he won the Scottish Open. So automatically he got boosted up there. Um... You know, there's other guys that just play Lynx courses very, very well. I mean, Rory is obviously one guy that <sighs> I, I, just, I and I know listen. there's a lot of because Rory right now is Rory will be there. He will be there. I think he will certainly make top ten. I don't know if he'll make top five though. That's the thing because I feel like he's had a lot of moments where coming on the like it's always the back nine. I feel like now he's kind of like let down a little bit. The he moment just has Rory moments. the here's the thing about Rory. When Rory puts four solid, not great, solid rounds together of under par golf, Mm -hmm. he will most likely win a tournament. Yeah. But he always has that one. Always has that one round that completely screws him for the rest of a major tournament. Right. There should have been two tournaments this year that he should have won. He should have won Augusta. He should have won Augusta with that final round that he shot. Absolutely. Uh, I thought he was right. He was right there. Yeah. And then it just all went up, up in the air and in, in dust. And I was like, what happened? But, you know, it, for me, Cantley's one that I'm keeping an eye on. Mm-hmm. I, everybody, I got asked today on my show, hey, you going for Will Zalatoris again? 25 to the A Lynx golf course does not set up well for Will Zalatoris. Yeah. He played horribly at the Scottish Open. Right. So, to me... These are guys that are going to be good at getting themselves out of unique situations. Right. Well, I was going to ask you about one since he did win, obviously, a pretty nice major with the comeback against your boy, Zal Torres. What about Matthew Fitzpatrick? Because there's a lot of people that are getting kind of high on him. Fitzpatrick could be. It it is over in Europe. Yep. So He he knows his course. He'd be one that I would keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. I don't think he pulls it off, though. Yeah, I because well, there's other guys here that are kind of at the top that are under the twenty to ones. Like this is again CBS. It's got John Rahm at fourteen to one, Scheffler's at sixteen to one, Spieth is at sixteen to one, and then they got Justin Thomas at eighteen to one. And I look at all those guys, and Spieth I'm, and Justin Thomas are two that I would keep my eye on because Spieth played pretty well at the Scottish yeah. Open. Um, you cannot, you cannot discount. The veterans, right? Especially at St. Andrews, because they know how to play the course. They've been through that so many times. They know each hole and how it's so. And, and everybody laughs at me. I can't wait to see what the number is for John Daly if he's playing in this. I hope so. If he's playing in this major, mm-hmm. I want to see what the number is for him to make the cut 
because yeah. I will put money on that in a heartbeat. I, he's he has the ability even now. Yeah, he's got that ability to dominate. So. I I would and just again it's just another face to and put out there. And he loves the course, absolutely. So he's a man. He's a man to well respect in that manner. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you and yeah. see who you got. Oh man, you know what? I I put my I, twenty five to one on Morikawa. Yeah, I put a little bit on that already. Uh, I do have some on Kepka myself as well. You know, I, I've somebody convinced me to put a, a five on on Hovland. Just take that's a gamble not, on Hovland. That's not a bad Hovland. Hovland's been playing well. He's been playing really well, and I he's another guy that he. I feel like he can come in here and surprise some people. I'll give you another dark horse, hmm. and it's just because he can manipulate the ball as good as he can. Yeah, Bubba Watson might be a sneaky guy. I heard that from watching the, the the. I was watching the Golf Channel, and they were saying Bubba might come in here and just be able to manipulate. Because he's course played he really good golf this year. Yeah, he has unexpectedly played really good golf this year. And I know, again, I know he probably wouldn't make the move, but I feel like I really felt like it, it Listen, was going to make a toss for me, on him. There's this group of friends in, in right. the we, ones yes. that made the video. Mm -hmm. If Ricky didn't go, yeah. there's no way Bubba's going. Yeah, which is surprising considering. Ricky, I'm shocked Ricky didn't go. You're going to pay me how much? Right. I'm losing my card next year if I don't play good. Which he's played decent this year. He hasn't done that he's bad. But picking it up a little bit. He needs to make that, a cut, though. See, he's got to make a cut. I'm telling you right now, that would be one that would come out of nowhere. Yeah, and and that this could be the course that does it, where Ricky all of a sudden just shows up and goes, "Hello, world." <laughs> I mean, that would be good because honestly, like he said last time we talked about this, like he was the Wonder Boy that was supposed to come in and dominate, and ever since then, it's like. It's kind uh, of just really disappeared off the off the face. I would say Lee Westwood, yeah. uh, Ian Poulter, mm -hmm. our guy, are, are those veteran guys from Europe. Yeah, old man Jimenez. Don't ever discount old man Cigar Jimenez. Forgot about him. God. I mean, he's on the senior tour and he's old as dirt. But yeah. <laughs> what was it? I, I don't even want. I want to say uh, maybe five years ago. That he was con in contention going into the final round? I believe so. Uh, so you can't discount him. And it was at St. Andrews. It was the yeah. last time they played at St. Andrews. So I, I believe he was like right there going into those final days, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, it's I. that's the thing, though. This this is this is make or break for a lot of guys, I think. This is that course that will like, either really make you or it will break you. Cause oh, the, if that wind starts blowing... <laughs> That's like my favorite thing when the I've, wind kicks up. Because you literally will watch a ball hit the green and then roll yeah. 15 yards because the wind is blowing it. Yeah. And then the guys are running up there to try and mark their ball <laughs> because they don't want it to move. Yeah. Or my favorite is when they hit it and they obviously don't have like the same power as like a Deshaun or something. So the ball's going like this way and then all of a sudden you just see it start to move oh, yeah, it, way yeah. off course into the rough and you just go, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like It's going to happen. It, there's going to be moments. Every time. It happens it, every time. In this open championship that are going to be classic. I can't wait until Thursday. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, oh, I don't, you know what? I'm going to stick with DeShambo. 
Okay. I don't know why I, I can't, and it kills me to do a live guy, but there's just something about that course that if you can overpower it, yeah, it can be yours. I mean, according to CBS Golf, this is just their odds. He's at sixty-five to one. It's I'm not right. bad. I might lay a little bit on that. It's not bad. I'm not, so I'm not gonna lie. And honestly, like you said, he's a guy that can go in there, smash the ball, go th- cut through the wind. He can do that. You've got a good opportunity in front of you then, I think, to stay ahead of the pack where everybody else might struggle. It all depends, I think, too, on the weather, though. So I I, I, I like that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. We would like to thank the Under the Hood podcast people for everything that you do for us, all our new listeners, all our reoccurring listeners. We'd like to thank all of the platforms that put up the blow the whistle podcast. We'll have that up here within the next couple days. Yes, Anybody, sir. anything you want to promote? Yeah, guys, if you want to see any more of us, obviously on blow the whistle, you can check us out on the TV side where you guys will find us on the YouTube channel, X bomb sports. Uh, so you can check us out probably tomorrow. We're going to be going live at two 30 to three 30 unless technology decides to just, you know, mess with us again, which is always possible. Uh, so to come check us out on the YouTube side and also to Wednesday and Thursday, X bomb sports myself. And I, my guy drew will be hosting, talking more sports. So be on the lookout for that. And we may be even talking more about how the PGA might be in a little bit of antitrust trouble. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> I, I, I just don't hitting the spot yeah. now, but it is interesting that, <laughs> that all, the department of justice, <laughs> Decides all, to go after the PGA of all things. Like they're atta- like PGA is going. No, 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 no. It's not us. It's them. No, I no, wonder. No. <laughs> I wonder if this is a little bit of uh, political pressure. It could. Hey, that's interesting. It could be. Could could very well be. But other than that, guys, make sure listen. Check us out Tuesday two thirty three thirty for blow the whistle. Wednesdays and Thursdays five thirty to six thirty p.m. for X Bomb Sports. And hit me up at. Uh, not blow to you with one Jesus and, and the fluffy girl on Instagram. That's where you guys can find me most of the time. All right. Y'all can find me 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Monday through Friday on the Daily Tip. It is a unbelievably great wagertainment show with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Uh, we have a lot of fun. They dive in deep to a lot. Baseball, basketball, football. Golf, any yeah. anything you want to wager on, pretty much they will talk about. Absolutely. Um, you can also find me like Drew, er, Drew, jeez, <laughs> like Andrew Brandon said, <laughs> Mister Valentin said. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, two thirty to three thirty, uh, we'll be doing the live stream, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's about it. Well, yeah, fake football guys as well. Fake football, Not yeah. This we week, go, go, go. next week, fake football we'll guys. Yep. All right. Next week. I uh, fake football guys on YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll let you know more about that once we know more about it. <laughs> I We had a conversation. You weren't there. We had a little bit of a conversation. Once, we'll, once we'll they're fi- back, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yes. We'll figure it out. Absolutely. All right. Well, everybody, have a great week. A week. Jeez. All right. My mouth show. is get just out of, Let's get out of here. You got to stop. Have a great <laughs> rest of the week, 
Be positive, stay positive, surround yourself with positive people and positive things and positive things will happen to you. You'll hear from us next week, same time, same channel here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com.